0: Welcome to episode 412 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Right team. Welcome along to episode 412 of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Oz. How you going, mate? Back in the studios. Back
1: in the studios. Top of the morning to you? Top of the morning to you.
2: No,
0: more what, good. What, what, what do you say in other countries? G'day, mate. G'day, mate. Kia ora, bro. It's uh, a bit of a key one. Yeah. What do you say in America in the morning? Hey, dude. <laughs> hey, dude. Cowabunga, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: nice, I Talk is proudly brought to you by coffeesofhawaii.com. Get some Hey, Dude coffee. Extreme Endurance, your lactic buffer, athlings.com, social networking for endurance athletes, and trainerroad.com. just like this
0: really cool tool to make you a better cyclist. Hey uh, guys, in this week's show, we've got a bit of news. We've got an age grouper of the week. We've got a, It's a traditional show. It is. Whipster of the week. We've got Coach's Corner. We've got P 2014 update, yeah. questions and answers. And uh, we're doing some nicknames at the end as well. Mm-hmm. John, the big
1: piece of news, really. Is this the final day for the IM Talks jerseys? It is. We've got a couple of days left and got a good number of orders. So, girls, you can get the nice pink ensemble shorts and top. Don't be sexist. There'll be some boys out there. It might be. Have there been any boys who've ordered pink? Mm, Don't think so. Mm. Yeah. And we've also remember we've got the bike shorts. So, if you've already got a top and you want matching shorts, go for it. If you want a nice new, fresh, clean set, 150 US, you can get a uh, top and bottoms, full zip as usual, and putting in the order. haven't screwed them on shipping.
0: Sorry? Isn't that how you make your profit You screw them on the shipping No no I'm You always, haven't done that Always friendly on shipping I know I'm like man We could have made You know Because these companies oh, This
1: widget cost 20 cents And the shipping's $30 Yeah No there we go I'm, <laughs> Where's your business nice friendly yeah, no. So get on it And they'll be I'll be ordering them next week And then So when do they finish up When's the last time 10th, oh, The 10th I think I put down As the last date 10th, 10th of, May. of May And then uh, Yeah they take about 6 weeks To get Ordered and then we'll be shipping them all out. So, probably in a a couple months, Mm. two two months to three months. Mm. Okay, uh, this
0: week's news. So, results we had Ironman Australia happen over the weekend and uh, some interesting
1: racing happened there. There was. We had good old Luke Bell uh, blow up on the run. Apparently, he's he's had a knee operation and had a nice, healthy lead, but couldn't quite muster it. And I think he DNF'd, but he had a pretty healthy lead when uh, coming off the bike. I think he pulled the pin about 20k in, but I think he'd been passed at that stage, so a bit of a shame for him because he was was looking to defend his title that he won last year. The guy that won, Elliot Holtham from Canada, never heard of him before, did a little search on him, he hasn't updated his blog since 2012, Uh, so don't really know too much about him, but he had a pretty strong day at the office. According to his Twitter, he is a geophysicist, professional triathlete, professional sandbagger, and he's from Vancouver. Wow. So he had a a strong day. He swam 49.26. All the swim times there looked pretty quick. The fastest guys were coming out in 44 minutes. Now, we did get some feedback saying it was pretty short. I think it was, was, they had a couple of things going on. They had a bit of tidal assistance that was pushing them in. So I don't know if it was short, but they also had a weir crossing, uh, which where they had to come out uh, on the out and in, back on the inbound where you basically run out, run over this little sort of weary type thing over a little bridge and then jump back in. So that's gonna give you, you know, a little bit of time saving there. So yeah, I'm sure it was accurate, but you know, title conditions can help you. I'm not sure it's accurate, but title conditions can often help a lot. So, but apparently, the, the, the only I've only had a, a small bit of feedback. They had the sort of the rolling start at, at the event, and um, most people have seemed fairly reasonably positive. So, I'm going to put a post out there on well, that's not, that's a that's not true. Page. Well, I did get a
0: couple of emails. I mean, it it is true. Well, no, true. From, no from, there, from there's conflicting
1: um, opinions here
0: because there's, I got a couple emails and I haven't got them here in front of me, but they were saying that actually it was pretty... They, they said that it works well, mm-hmm. but it kills the atmosphere. Right. It yep. was It was just... <clears> it was really killed the atmosphere and the, the swim start was a real mm-hmm. bore. Um, the pros were off, you know, and, and one of the big problems is that it just didn't... Here we go. This is from... Who's this from? From Will? Oh, Mr. Smooth, Paul Williams. He's just got um, rolling start. Great for MOP and BOP, which I mentioned in the middle of the mm-hmm. back-and-back-of-the-pack athletes. Straight into the swim and joining a long, narrow line of swimmers, reducing the navigational issues and the usual fight for space. For the better swimmers, the change to one lap saved them having to swim over through slower swimmers on the second lap. Also, with the new course going under a bridge and over a weir. Uh, you could actually track athletes you were following. Tip, a bit of a bright-coloured electrical tape around the arm just below the elbow makes it easier uh-huh. to spot I missed 30, 30, uh 3,000 black neurofiends, so they must have had armbands. Yeah, that's
1: a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: the biggest letdown was the new system was the lack of hype before the start, with the pros starting to up to 20 minutes before the last... Age uh, group of the age group is the atmosphere was all certainly lacking. Having a swim star area of around 1k from the T1 didn't help either. Even more disappointing was the inability of the course to be accurate. No offense, but Luke Bell, 44 minute swim, it wasn't New York. The current insisted. assisted, uh, he's, he's basically saying it was pretty short. So, anyway, so there you you go. So, you just said there was a lack of iron talk gear, but he did hear a few dominant dojos,
1: so right. Uh, so back to the winner, Elliot Holtham, he swam 49. Quite 4.49, apparently windy conditions, not so bad for the pros, but as the day wore on, uh, got windier and uh, apparently very windy, and then ran a 2.53, so solid day at the office, 8.35, had to battle for it, only won by a couple of minutes, had to pass uh, Paul Ambrose on the run, who faded a bit with a 3.01, Paul Ambrose was second, Nick Baldwin was third in uh, 8.41, Probably the most impressive, well, a couple of incredibly impressive results. of Brian Fuller from Australia, he was the first age group at fourth overall, 843 on not a you know massively fast age course. Gripper. Yeah, so wow. that is pretty damn impressive. That is impressive. You know, what age group, John? Because uh, th- this could be a problem for your Kona. I know. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure I did look and I thought, yeah, 30 to 34. So hopefully, Whew. damn physiotherapists because um, um, they don't work. Yeah, so 8.43, you know, 8.43 in Melbourne, you'd be still going, geez, that's smoking fast, but 8.43 on this course, which is, you know, the winner's typically going in around the 8.30-ish mark, that's uh, that's pretty, pretty smoking fast. And I guess the other noteworthy performance there is Jason Shortest running a 2.48 to come in in sixth place, uh, and he did Challenge Taiwan, you like a it, week or yeah. two ago, and backed it up, and apparently that was going to be his last. I think they were saying his last iron distance race in Australia. So I'm just looking at his profile here, but they don't have his age. Jason Schwartz, he must be like, I'm picking, he's early S- early to mid- early to mid 40s. Yeah. I'd S- say closer to mid 40s and early 40s. Okay, all sort of things. The girl side of things was rather interesting, and, and that was where there was a lot of the, the, the talk before the race was how Mel Hulschleit was going to go, and... Now she's the girl who's kicking ass at 70.3. Oh, she's just
0: incredible. Oh, she's a world
1: champ right now, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she's just incredible, and... Uh, it was very interesting i was just keeping a passing interest on what was going on so she swam 50 minutes 46 so again she's not not a great swimmer so that's a pretty pretty solid time for her rode 519 and she got you know fairly well crushed by lisa morangan who rode 512 and mel is like yeah Guru. An amazing guru cyclist, so I was just kind of thinking, oh, maybe she's just biding her time and just, just going to get through it. And then it took her a long time to get to the front on the run, and she certainly uh, didn't seem to be crushing it. And I thought, oh, maybe she's just just done just enough just to win. She did only win by two minutes, so it was very close. She only ran 3.13, and she is you know easily a three-hour marathoner. Uh and I was expecting her to say, Oh yep, just uh just cruised it. But I saw a comment from her afterwards that was the hardest thing I've ever bloody done. I'm not doing that again. All I was thinking about on the run was just I'm never doing this again. So oh, really? obviously she she struggled a bit. So um, Which is interesting really because you get the struggle, but it seems like she struggled a bit all day, really.
0: Like mm. that bike time, you kinda of think that it looks like yeah. You know, she doesn't know how to do a half really well, so you kind of think that.
1: Yeah, I, I was kind of expecting her to go out there and really crush it on the bike, and then just cruise the run because yeah. uh, she's—I know she's had a lot of injury issues with the run, but yeah, just—I uh, don't know. So is your prediction that we won't see her again in Ironman, or do you? Well, think- she 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 did it purely to tick the box, so she can to have Kona. have Kona as the option if she'd like to do it. But based off that, you know, I would have expected her to go. A bit quicker than that Well I would have If she went that speed I would have expected her To finish and say Yeah yep, just cru- just box. cruising yeah. um, But it sounded like She had to, to work for it a bit so. Well and that's the thing Is that you know like To do
0: an Ironman Is a pretty hard Mental challenge To be a pro Is another level To do Kona mm. y- y- If you want to be successful You can't go in With a weak mind mm. And if, if that's her Kind of experience From a pretty Kind of second tier race Yep uh, it's not necessarily putting her in a good mental state heading against Kona, does it?
1: Mm, so it'll be interesting to see what she, she can do over there, and if, if in fact she does race. Uh, so it's a really solid race by Lisa Maringan in second place, 9.30, only a couple of minutes behind, and also Melanie Burke from New Zealand in 9.32, so only four minutes covering the top three, and Mel Burke ran a 3.09, so... Good at the office for her. So good race and good old Hillary down there in fifth place. Solid day, nine fifty-five for her.
0: Yep, not still, bad. Still ticking along. Mm. Okay, we had um, a few 70.3s happen over the weekend. We had St George, St Croix, and Wildflower. It's not and a seventy-point three anymore.
1: I don't know. Wildflower never was. They've, they have it's something funny. else there. I don't know. But I was just I was just doing that for your reference. Well, so it's good. It's not a seventy-point three. But I've got to say, incredible fields. Just. So, so deep. And, and this St. George 70.3, you know, you've got guys Sebastian Keenley in 10th, Michael Weiss 11th, 10th. Marino 13th, Tim Reed 14th. We had uh, Jan Fredino taking it out, Jordan Rapp 17th, Mike Twelcic 20th, um, just Matt Chabot 24th, just uh, James Kanana 28th. Just an incredibly big, deep field. So, Awesome for the sport. That um, is an amazing field, isn't it? Jordan Rapp
0: can only put off a 17th.
1: Yeah. And uh, wow. yeah, so Jan Fredino, man. And he ran a 116. Yeah. Jan Frodeno ran, uh, is just killing everybody. He's, he's always going to be there after the swim. Uh, he seems like he can pretty much bike with any of the top guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, he lost a tiny bit of time to some guys and then runs a 109. Now, isn't George traditionally a stupidly fast course? No, no, I don't think so. No, so he's um he is just. Isn't it, it
0: interesting? You know your uh, your kind of theory of ITU coming across in seventy point three. You're seeing it, aren't you?
1: Yep. Yeah, and and, and the transformation from Olympic to seventy point three is not,
0: much easier. Yeah, than but it. we are seeing it. You know, young, you know, Olympic champion, you know, coming across and dominating the dojo. Well, I wouldn't say dominating dojo, but you know, oh, he's no, winning he races, is, isn't he? Killing. Yeah, it. but he, you know, he's still only winning by thirty seconds. It's not like he's killing it by three minutes. But but this is a pretty stacked field. But. Yeah, definitely when we look at that transition from the ITU world in seven point three, now, we are seeing those guys of, of yesteryear in the, in the ITU world dominating the 17.3. Well, that's 3 the thing, you know,
1: it would say say you look at a Tim Don and you look at uh, Bevan Doherty and those guys, you know, they're very much towards the twilight of their career. Jan Fredino is not in his absolute ITU prime, but he's not as far down the track as those guys. Guy, is he racing? He's not racing ITU now, is he? No, he's not. Yeah. Um, I'm just... Intrigued to see how he is going to go at iron distance. He may be a complete blow up and not do that well, but he is easily by a long shot the best seventy point three. Now, do
0: we know world. if he is? Looking to do Kona this year, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. So is he qualified?
1: No, he's doing Frankfurt. Is he doing Frankfurt? Is he? Yeah. Okay, great. So very intrigued to see how. he That know, is a strong field because he is the kind of guy who could go to Kona, and if he is with the guys off the bike, if he races the same way that he can do 70.3s, you know, he could run a two thirty five something like that. He would just absolutely crush them. He could no, It's no, all that's the thing. Yeah that's the thing So Jan Frodeno took it For We're Brendan on And Tim Don Got to say Meredith Kessler's Amazing season uh, Continues She is Absolutely On fire She took out The girls race 4-11 Four 4-11 Four from Joe. that's and She 4th
0: overall mm. Now normally Like a Kessler would, You know In that top 20 mm. You know in, in the whole field
1: So But again Awesome girls field Maddie you know.
0: Reid 27 James Kanana. Yeah Twenty eighth, so, T.J. Tolkinson to a thirtieth,
1: and on the girls side, of things equally. You know, you had um, Lindsay Corbin down there. I don't know what place she's two, four, six, eight, probably eleventh or something like that. And Melanie McQuaid down there. So again, a, a stacked girls' field. Why so, no, is this
0: such a big race? Is it just good timing, well, good it's, location.
1: It's a regional championship, so it's good points, okay. and it's got. Uh, it's, I mean, it's got okay prize money, but a lot of these guys could go elsewhere and make the same amount. Well, especially so, if you put them off twentieth, yeah. You know, in your star name, yeah. So. Um, yeah, just a big day, and then the same deal in St. Croix, not quite as deep, but again you had uh, Tim, O'Donnell. Tim O'Donnell really killing it out there, he won by a minute and a half from Carterfelt, but just a uh, really strong day, really wild, Greg Bennett, Richard Cunningham only fifth, Josh Hamburger, Tom Lowe, so good solid effort, girls side things, you had Rada Vitakova taking out the girls race, and she has really become a bit of a force at 70.3 race. There you go. And then we had uh, Wildflower 70.3. Jesse Thomas took it out from good old Kiwi Callum Millwood by a couple of minutes. And Heather Jackson took it out from Liz
0: Lyles.
2: Isles.
1: Like Isles of for now.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, then um, Camelia. 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 Camilla. Camilla. Peterson has made her comeback, and Cam- Camilla had a little, what was it? She had a cr- crash. A terrible, crash yeah. a terrible crash, yeah, terrible crash. And I don't remember Tim was sending through a lot of information about her, uh, but she's come back to racing, and she knows how to do it. The success of the weekend's challenge—it was a week, it was a week before. we I it it Furtu- Ventura, okay, was marked by a remarkable comeback victory, recorded numbers, record numbers, plus a touch of Formula One. Camilla Pedersen uh, from Denmark and Andreas. Dreads, uh Took the race titles While Jensen Button Raced in the age group field This was Pedersen's First race Since a serious Bike crash last year Which left her In a coma For a number of weeks So Good to see her Back in the race. She's quality too Isn't she So mm. Yeah well done just yeah, bloody awesome um, Coming up this weekend
1: Uh, We have the Iron Cat in Spain, and right now we have a bit of uh, bottom spanking to do. I know, and we deserve this one. Brooklyn O'Brien, I mean, Alan Bryson. And also Carol Cooper sent me through an email as well. And
0: he he told us off. He said, just listen to the latest episode, which was great as normal, but you guys really need to improve your knowledge of our Kiwi athletes. Yes, Britta was German-born, but is now an adopted Kiwi. We're talking about Britta Martin here. And he's got, she lives
1: in Nelson, not Blenheim, as you guys said. <laughs> my, my, In my slightest defence, Robin Reed is from Blenheim, so I thought they lived in Blenheim. Very cool. I'll give that to you. i said say okay, didn't I? No, yeah, you are thinking of that Simone Mayer. Yeah, she that's there, what I was thinking.
2: They're all bloody Germans uh, coming yeah, evading our country. That's
0: right, That Germans are coming. Uh, and Taiwan was far from her first Ironman. These are Britain's, Britain's Ironman and half Ironman results. She
1: is pretty accomplished if you ask me, so she came third in Sweden. I think the highlights here was she has actually won another Ironman and Busselton. I certainly didn't, didn't remember that. She won uh, WA um, in 20, 2012 and she's got a whole bunch of other, cl- she's raced four, four fourth results. on Ironman in France, but often, again, only slightly in our defence. Um, if you're not finishing <laughs> In the top we if, you, it. if you're not finishing in the top three in Man's we're often not going to recognise them. Um, but no, we've got no but, but, it's, here. but it's pretty, she pretty got weak. second in Monica,
2: first <laughs> in Boston. She doesn't,
1: but I guess the other thing is she doesn't get much coverage here in New Zealand. Like no. Gina gets a lot of coverage. Yep. I mean, Gina is in, is a next level up, but same like you, you put, um, you, you, I don't know. D- Dylan. Dylan Dylan's been having some amazing coverage. Like Dylan McNeese, he won Challenge Taiwan that night. It was on our. It was like, um, it was like it was the was second on the news. news. And then when he was flying back a couple of days later, they had another interview with him when he came back in, which is great for Dylan and great for our sport. And but Britta, you know, had basically no coverage. So. <clears throat> So it's the media's fault not ours. Is that what we're saying?
2: No, it's <laughs> totally responsibility. No, no, it's
1: totally our fault and we should do better. And I'm a bit embarrassed that we didn't know better. So Britta Martin won Ironman Taiwan and she's also won Bustleton and we should know better. So I Ellen. think this Eleanor Carroll, you're right. I think she also suffers from where she lives and, and because she lives in Nelson, which is a beautiful uh, part of, of New Nelson. Zealand. But you're not going to get the media coverage up there, whereas, you know, if you're in one of the main centres here, um, the athletes get, get a lot more coverage. So I think she probably suffers a bit from that as well. Just a small bit. But I suppose it's also respect that. But she went on Taiwan. Yep. So why didn't she get any love in Taiwan when Exactly. Dylan did. Well Dylan's and yeah, your your mate um Good old yeah. He's he's always trying to get on the triathlon story, so he's not gonna go and sit in Nelson Airport waiting for her to come in, is she? Well is we could it? have at least said when they're doing the piece on Dylan winning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never well, in first the beat
0: him up. It's time to <laughs> okay, I actually I've got his fortieth this weekend. So they just go in and just jump on them and start
1: smashing Yeah. And we say, what's happening? More yeah. triathlon coverage. John's ITU update. I've got to give a little bit of love here to the, the, the girls race in Cape Town that was on the weekend before last. It was, I had uh, – f- So is this, is this top tier? Yeah, 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 top tier. I had four days at home without um, – <laughs> Loving it, the family. London. I was like, holy shit, I just got all this work done, and I was able to – at night, so I'd sit there doing – doing just doing work and have TV on the background – and so I got to watch a bit of sport to get rid of my family oh jeez it, it was the best family strategy we're going to have for holidays in the future because I, I flew up Three, three days later, and then I didn't have any work to do when I was on. Oh, uh, so normally you're doing so a couple of hours, perfect. aren't you? Yeah, it's perfect. Anyway, they had the World Triathlon Series in Cape Town. Women's race was awesome. They had uh, a good good break in the in, on the bike, and they got ten of them away. And they just shut out all the big guns, um, Gwen Jorgensen and, and Moffat, and, and so on. They just got shut out, and the girls off the front just crushed it. And then it was just this ding dong battle on the front. So. Good effort, Helen Jenkins and Jodie Stimpson took out the race. Um, what do you mean they took it out? Who won it? Uh, Stimpson took it out from just from Jenkins, and then Gwen Jorgensen, while she got dominated on the bike and just absolutely crush. Man, that girl can run seriously fast. She's, I, I think, she's the most, possibly the most impressive runner I've ever seen in triathlon. Boys uh, or girls? Uh, girls at the moment. I mean, Rinne, uh, uh, on an Ironman is just untouchable yeah, and, and just awesome. But Jorgensen should get as much credit as her for the way that she can she can run because she ran basically ran two minutes out of the girls in ten k's really? and just was two minutes out of the top girls. Fire these and these girls are solid girls. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So she. But wait ran, a second. How far is she off the bike? She was two minutes down. So she ran up to third, wow. um, but she ran two minutes out of everybody. Basically, so is she a
0: bad swimmer. Is she?
1: Uh, Basically, a bad cyclist. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, so she's just can just make it on the swim. Usually, she can sometimes just make it. And she's pretty crappy on the bike. So if there's any brakes or anything like that, she she often gets. Dominated. So, is it bad skills or is it? Yeah, she's just new to the sport. She's never run a ridden. So, she, bike is before. she a runner? Is she? Yeah, runner. Yeah, ex-runner. And and I guess X, um, she she swims pretty who good. Who would you say
0: this is a good kind of since we're, we're not doing an interview today? So, who would you say are the greatest Ironman or greatest triathlon runners of all time? Like Brownlee's obviously.
1: On oh, the guys, yeah, just all time. Oh, Lessing and Brownley, pretty uh, Lessing, Brownley and Allen. Yeah. yeah, it would be, uh, would be pretty, three pretty easy choices. Greg, Greg Welsh is also probably right up there, but Lessing dominated, Brownley dominates, and what the, times? Because
0: like you know, yeah. it's always hard to compare eras because it's just unfair kind of do that. Mm. But what kind of times was Lessing doing? Because Brownlee's getting in the 20, 29s, twenty nines, isn't he? Yeah, twenty eight.
1: They weren't in that sort of range, and it was it, a lot of lessons. Was non drafting as well, and, and back. I mean, it's not, it's not not like it's accurate now, but it's just you know varied so yeah. much from race to race. But I think those three stand out for me. And on the girls' side of things, you've got Jorgensen's now taking it up uh, to the total next level. Um, you've got to say Miranda was. Is it what Iron Aaron? Man? Yeah, Erin, certainly, absolutely crushing it. Yeah. And then uh, you had Carol Montgomery, the Canadian, who was pretty awesome, and Emma Carney was... Uh, and also Jackie Gallagher probably didn't get enough credit, but she had some amazing run splits. Oh, two minutes in the field. You don't see that much, do oh, you? she was just on fire. Another K, and she would have won the race. Really? Mm. Wow. What happened in the guys' race? The guys' race was, oh, was, was basically... Uh, it was, Gomez is dominating them at the moment. He's... Um, he beat Brownlee, uh, Jonathan Both Brownlee, pretty comfortably. Uh-huh. Uh, Alistair Brownley keeps pulling out of races, so he's not, not up to too much at the moment. He's just getting ready. Sounds like he's trying to do this 10,000 metres double. Oh. 2016, if it happens. yes, but not it?
0: Okay, discussion of the week. John, I want to add something to our discussion of
1: the week. Oh, I haven't Hold on, I might actually have... Uh, well,
0: we've got one here, but I'm not sure if we're actually doing that. Are I'll,
1: we doing that? Because I, I can have one if you want one. I'll have to have a look at my... You know, I've got one, so just...
0: Okay, well, well let's pop discussion of the week while we're talking here. So, last week's discussion was basically, what do you guys think are the top Iron Man performance? And I, and John said from a certain date forward, the Australasian, and I couldn't be bothered writing that out. So, basically, it's just from. Um, wait a second, put Iron Talk on.
1: Why don't we take a pause for a second? Oh, you reckon? I reckon I could yeah. do this. I'm no, I right. need a
0: minute to get my my, my crap together. Uh oh, okay, I'll put a pause up because Joe wants a coffee. Hey, babe. You want a coffee, eh? No, you want a coffee. Oh. You're right. You sound a bit sick. Uh, oh. How was your run? She's ready for a run. She, she doesn't have the recording. Yep. Seven glass of water. Feeling fit, babe? Yep. not so fit. Here we go. Here we go. Pause. We're back, and we just found out. Breaking news, John. Breaking. Our, our credit card's been hacked. Hmm. Well, Joe's. Well, it's kind of ours. Yeah. Babe, is it ours or yours? Ours will be ours because we share credit cards. Mm-hmm. I've been hacked, John. Someone in Singapore has gone to Disneyland on us. Yeah.
1: Oh. Oh, yeah it's Eric from O2 Creations. That's right,
0: Eric. <laughs> Bloody Eric. <laughs> <laughs> is he going to go to Disneyland? I was like, yeah, mate. I didn't realise I was paying for it. Okay, this week's discussion. So we want to know what has been the best pro performance since Kona 2013, not including Kona. So who has kicked butt the most? Yes,
1: uh, Matt Ride started off John Newsome himself. After his first performance, he came back sm- after his smoking to qualify for Kona. No, it wasn't that good.
0: No, your first performance was the
1: smoking. No, which was the one that you nailed? Uh, I didn't nail anything, really. No, I, yeah, I,
0: in the Auckland bloody Olympic race. Yeah, yeah,
1: but that was not inside the qualifying criteria that I put down for discussion of the week. No, but after Kona, it, went, it was my qualifying criteria. Yeah, okay. Anyway, just that, that was a week. I'm, I'm saving it all up for Kona. Uh, Paul Hurdle, Hurden is Lucy Gossage for a second place in South Africa. Colin Anderson, Michael Vice for Ironman Cozumel, 7.55 and change. It was pretty solid. Kurt Taylor, Belinda Granger, the legend that she is, uh, finished third in her 50th Iron Race. Brian Joe, a couple of people have said uh, Victor Del Corral at Florida for Ironman. Jan Fredino at Oceanside for 70.3. Javier Gomez in Auckland for Olympic distance somebody else uh, check my endurance? He'd, I had Victor as one of my picks as well. Great performance.
0: Well, They've also got Dirk Bockel in Melbourne, mm-hmm. which is pretty true. Uh, Justin Howell, uh, Jan Freda- Fredindo, how do you say that? Fredino. Fredino uh, would be the most dominant male athlete so far Admittedly only 70.3, but he has smashed it. Carolyn Stiffen was pretty impressive on the girl side of things in Melbourne.
1: Um, Scotty Farrell says My votes for Crowy at Geelong And Meredith Kessler Ironman New Zealand they both had stellar performances And subsequently dominated the field Especially Meredith Marco Alberts Gets a very close runner up For his win in Ironman New Zealand And extra cred for His witty humour At the awards dinner Scotty Try Farrell me. apparently ran past me In uh, Ironman New Zealand Who did? Crushed everybody Scotty Farrell See?
0: It's got to kill you. It's not going to happen in Canada. Tryman Jack, I loved uh, Marco Albert's performance in I New Zealand against the quality field and top 10-time uh, winner Brownie, defending champion Bevan and Terenzo, who has been sensational, 70.3 form. Marco dominated the dojo from start to finish. A very
1: complete performance. It was a very solid day. Uh, we also had Nick Josie also saying Victor Del Corral at Florida, but mainly because of the way that he backed it up at Arizona a week later. he win Arizona he did, as well, he? Too. He really crushed those two races. That's pretty impressive,
0: isn't mm, it? Mm. That is impressive. To go to win two... I, like, you see people go back-to-back, back, but you don't see people back-to-back back win. That's, yeah. that's pretty awesome.
1: Uh, who are... Chin has got Dirk Bockel in Melbourne. I thought Dirk was awesome in Melbourne, but I wouldn't have put... I, I think he's he's raced better than that. He, you know, yeah, he, but then again, it's he, a stellar he, field. He, he did, yeah. You yeah.
0: know, like, of the races we've had to this point in the year, that's the best race
1: best quality field yeah. yes yep, I agree with you know, that
0: so to pull off that field
1: mm. I guess my, um, my ones for me Marco Elwood I thought was very impressive at Ironman New Zealand um, but I think the ones that really stand out for me have been Meredith Kessler at Ironman New Zealand and I'm not being New Zealand biased there because it, it sounds was sounds like was you are nice right. <laughs> but she you know, just set a massive course record uh, the way that she did that I thought she was um, pretty impressive, and she back- then she's backed it up last weekend by crushing a very strong field at uh, St George seventy point three. So she has been uh, the performer of the season so far for me on the girls' side of things. And as some sort of quite ironic this week as well, we've also had Jan Fredino who's taken out the St George seventy point three, and just the way that he's won that race in Auckland and, and Ocean Side in such dominating fashion. I know it was relatively close this week, but. Yeah, he is just on fire. So those are my two performers. What's the appeal of him doing? I mean, well, in Germany, massive. You know, if you Uh, if he if he wins, if he gets eighth or something, and I guess it's a whole argument because like he he, he, like he's obviously kicking ass at (coughs) 17.3. Excuse me, he's he's
0: class. Knows he can win pretty much every race he turns up to. Can probably make a really good
1: living in a seven point three race a lot more. But why wait to do Kona until you're old and crusty like other people no, but do? What that does he even need to do Kona. If he wins Kona, oh, yeah, if you win Kona, but yeah. if you win Kona, that's a pretty big kind of if. It is, but why not go in there when you're in your prime and see what you can do? And if you find out you crap at it, then you can just revert back. If he has, you know does two Ironmans this year. If he does Frankfurt and Kona, and you go, yeah, don't know if I can do that. Then he still can just go back to seventy point three. No harm done. But yeah, man, if, you know, it's funny how seventy point three is the uglier cousin, isn't it? Oh, I think that's changing. But, still is, but it, but it is. You, either you an ITU champ or, a, or an Ironman champ. I think that's going to change, <laughs> but you, you don't get any funding. You know, if you walk away from ITU, you don't get any funding there. And then if you haven't got that Kona, Kona bonus. If we, look at, if we look at how to make a living, you're much wiser to do 7.3s all the time. From a prize money perspective, but if you were a sponsor and you have an athlete winning an Ironman race, I think you're going to get quite a bit more sponsorship money. So I guess that's the argument. of going where seven
0: point the ugly cousin. You know, like know. you know, like yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but it's funny because 70.3 is the more accessible race for Joe Public. You know what mm. I mean? Like Olympic, obviously, is more accessible as well. But for the guys who like to do a bit of training, but like to go a little bit longer, but don't want to give up their whole life, the half distance is perfect. You know, mm. you can you can kind of you know train to a nice level without being kind of stupid. Once you go to Ironman, it's a different place. Now No, no, we're talking about pros here. But see, the half of distance, it's just, it's the ugly cousin. Give it, give it time. Give it time. 70.3. Well, okay, the question is, what does it take for it to become its own kind of world in itself?
1: Um, it's, it's, I guess it's that big prize purse again, yeah. the, the world champs. But for the pros, you know, there's a lot of pros now that really are fighting hard and want to get to the 70.3 world champs. So I think give it, give it a bit of time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, oh. a lot of guys are chasing the circuit to get enough points to make sure they qualify. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: okay. So this week's discussion, John.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a bit of a <laughs> a, bit of a selfish one for Bevan Oh dear.
0: <laughs> well, no, my book's coming out, and my book's coming out on about eighteenth of August. Yeah, got the the edited copy. Right. Yeah. So I'm reading it. I have to read it again because that's what I have to do when you're writing a book. Yeah. And um, the, the the title that the publishers come up with is the fitness attitude. Now we haven't got the subtitle yet. But um, and I'm I'm kind of you know it's okay it's not life changing it's okay, mm-hmm. but um, and and I'm not someone who really cares a lot. I more just want to get a title that helps sell it if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so I want to know what you guys think. I could be the book title for my book. Okay, okay so Bevan's book title now. If you know anything, if you've listened to my <laughs> fitness behavior, my books, my my the content I create is around. The mind of fitness, you know, how do we teach people the mind strategies that make people successful with exercise, so something around that line of thinking. I am a douchebag. Yeah, or Bevan goes to the zoo, zoo. that was my second one, but yeah, thanks. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, thanks, that was your first thought, wasn't it? Yeah, it it was. Thanks a lot, thanks a lot. That was a top, tops. Tops. So this week's discussion is, what should Bevan name his book? Remember, something around that kind of fixed mind of exercise or fitness behaviour or something like that, but come up with ideas. And if you get to name the book I am an Iron Man <laughs> I am an Iron Man If you name the book I'll give you a
1: credit oh, In the book wow Yeah Do I get a credit in there
0: somewhere? I, I, I actually I'm reading it Doing the the and Proofing yesterday Or doing the last read kind of thing I wrote I wrote, I wrote I like almost a chapter on you Oh good <laughs> and, and saying the guy's a dog. What a dog.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no I, I was saying, And this is why I have so much respect for John Newsom good, so, good So there you go So just hey Hey you should be plugging this book as well. Oh, well. And I even give Epic Camp a bit of a plug. You're going to, Epic going to go through the roof. Oh, goodness. Yeah. France
1: 2016, people. The, 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 the number of people emailing in is starting to grow. If you want to be on France 2016 or Thailand 2015 or Kona next year, I'm going back to Kona in 2015.
0: See, that's the thing, John. This book, you have to put on five camps in a row. I'm okay with that.
1: Yep, yeah, that's, that's what you'll do. You know, and, I appreciate it. Yep,
0: yeah. um, I should probably name the book, I Love John Newsom." Good. Yeah. There we go. New topic. <laughs> Topic over. (laughs) Topic's done. Okay, so give me some book names, ideas. Okay. um, Let's put some
1: music on, Jumbo. Oh, sponsor. Trainer Road. I went and closed my window before I had it all in front of me, what I was going to talk about. You are going to talk about kicker trips. Kicker Tips. trip, uh, yeah. I had a good tip here because I've been um, not whinging and moaning, but sometimes when you get on there and if you're doing one of the predefined workouts um, for you know, Trainer it, Road, yeah, you know, it controls the kicker. And sometimes if you're not having an on day, it's just impossible, and you just you just come to a grinding halt. But they've got um, they've got a little article on there that I'll I'll um, post up or maybe put it up on the show notes. But you know, always contact the guys at Trainer Road if you've got any questions because I've got plenty of sort of. Articles up and about, but you can control the kicker simply by pressing the M button and it will switch to a manual mode. So, oh, then if you're, so you're dying thinking this is the me. And you, your cadence gets down to 50, and you're going, This is just ridiculous. And you can hit, hit the M mode, and then you basically go into your self sleep Do you have? Is you it have, is, you is have it been defeated. Out? It is a bit of an out, but sometimes. Just every so often, when you're just not going to make a session, you just press the M key, and then uh, and then you basically still have to okay, ride, John, ride, try is, to ride your watts. Have you
0: pushed your M key?
1: I have pressed my M key. And it's no longer I've, I left John the book. I've board. failed. <laughs> I've failed. So there's lots of articles up there, but these guys are much like all of our sponsors. If you've got questions, they're really, really good um, in terms of uh, getting back to you. And if you join up to our little team, our IM Talk team, so you just need to set up an account. Have it be on there, and then under Teams we've got an IM talk. Got seventy-three people signed up so far. We've also got a forum in there, and I'm going to be posting. Well, I've started posting some things in there in terms of uh, workouts that I've been doing, and people sort of coming back and forth saying, "Yep, yeah, we've done that workout," or got questions on on particular workouts. So join up there, and if you've got any questions about
0: when are we going to have a first race,
1: we can do that anytime you want.
0: I reckon we should. I reckon we we'll say within the next month. What kind of race should we do?
2: Well,
1: we've got to think of something that's fair. Well, you get two awards, just
0: like the fastest. You could do like a 10K time trial, and it's just who did it the fastest or best.
1: Well, we could could have, uh, you know, how long you can sustain, uh, say, 130% of FTP. Nice. So you get on there and then it's fair, as long as you've got an accurate FTP. Yeah, it can be gamed, can't it? It can be. So we could set something up like that. I can uh, figure that out. We want to have something that's not going to be, you know, trying to do one hour at FTP, um, which is, you know, an hour time trial. But we could have, you know, if we did a little percentage thing, which is going to take maybe five minutes long. When you've done FTP, John, Mm -hmm. the normal formula is 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 to 30. Yep. I, I prefer to go to sort of third towards That's 30. It's a bit more accurate the longer you go. Mm. Have you ever done an hour? No, but I'm working on that at the moment. You are? I'm going, today I'm going out and doing 40 minutes at FTP, and then it's either next week or the week after I'm planning on trying to do an hour at FTP. Because
0: it would be interesting to see if the, what you come up with 30 minutes is actually accurate. Mm. You know, like I know you've you got all these formulas and these spreadsheets that give you your your. your you estimated mate. it'd be interesting to see once you do that hour was that but actually accurate. An
1: hour at FTP is Pretty basically tough. an all out yeah, maximum effort time trial. So, in theory, I should not be able to do it in, in racing. I, you know, you should that should be uh, yeah, train, know, yourself. B- being in there, being in a race, being totally set, being tapered for it, and then being able to go out and do it. So, I'm going to try to do it, go as close as I can. And if, I, if I hit it, I'll be saying mm, my FTP set a little bit so too low.
0: when light. you're going for your hour FTP, like, ride, if you're going to do a TT to figure it out, you know accurately what it really is
1: what's the strategy around pacing it well you should be able to get a fairly good you
0: know you, you've so do you start you, it based on you, what your FTP at this
1: yeah, point yeah you'd, you'd, you'd start it off based off your estimated FTP and you'd ride that for sort of probably 40 minutes 30 to 40 minutes and then just base it on how you feel and you either try to hang on for, for grim death just to just or, to try to make it or and push if, it a little harder yeah if you've, if you've underestimated a bit then you, you sort of push on and see what you can lift it to how often are you doing sh- FTP uh, at the moment, I'm well. I'm I'm failing a bit at the moment. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> we're gonna hear about this later. We're gonna it, hear about this notes. later. But I've uh, yeah, no, I've struggled oh, on the trainer. I'm really struggling to do these longer FTP efforts on the trainer. So today I'm going out on the road. It's gonna be a nice day out there. It's, it's nice windy, and windy, not it? Yeah, but it's supposed to ease off later. Oh, no, good. So yeah, I find it much easier to do FTP workouts, long FTP blocks on the the road than I do on the trainer.
0: And the short one that's with us, road, trainer mm. road's great, isn't it? Mm-hmm.
1: No, it's great. So in terms of um, our little trainer road um, team, you can go on there and you can see all the different uh, workouts. Somebody's got Steamboat in there, which is a bunch of uh, little sort of looks like four to five minute efforts, you know, going up to close to FTP. Um there's you can do little one-minute efforts as pyramids, but the main thing is you just go in there and there's a full library of workouts. You know, you can basically pick if you want just a steady workout, if you want to do some punchy one to two minute efforts. And um, there's just heaps, a big library. And also if you like, if you like a bit of interaction with things you can also get the Sufferfest DVDs um, or Sufferfest things you can download off the the net, and then you can basically work that in with Trainer Road, so you can be watching the. Watching the, the, the footage on the screen, and then you can also basically be doing the exact workout that they're doing as well. So there's so much funky stuff.
0: And that's what's really cool. Like, you might be training for a race, and you might, you know, have your big Iron Man, which is obviously where your kind of main goal is, but you might be in your off season and kind of losing a bit of mojo, and you go on to a Road, and they've got like this Eight Days in California challenge, which is an indoor cycle challenge. And from the 11th of May to 18th of May, which is in four days from now you have got like Eight days of rides In front of you You've got eight stages And the rest of it And it, there's prizes At the end of it And you can get A finishes jersey And it's just You know It's just kind of Cool stuff to keep The mojo up really eh? Definitely So check Check, check it out che- Trainerroad.com guys Okay John I'm going to put Some music on Here we go Hey Age group 20. of the week. Okay, so who sent through this one? Matt Cowing. Okay, great show. Keep up the speed and entertainment. Thanks. Congratulations. Qualification for Kona, John. Well done. Thank you very awesome much. Stuff. I'd like to nominate a good friend of mine and training partner, Richard Baker. Age group 30 to 35 to 39. As my group. age group. <sighs> mm, we are based in Brackley, England, which is a market town in Northamptonshire in the UK on the May 17th through 2014 I will be attempting Ironman Lanza grotti what well, was it like this week uh, week, out, week. week after. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, with Richard. He is the one I blame for roping me into this ridiculously long endurance event. Richard is a truly inspirational guy, and I feel privileged to be amongst his friends. He is also a credit to the triathlon community. He has a tragic but inspirational story to tell. I think the story says it all about why I think he should be age group of the week. His story follows. In spring 2011, Brackley-based uh, floor layering... Baseball layering Richard uh, Baker was busy training with local friends for the Lanzarote Ironman Triathlon, renowned as one of the toughest single day endurance events on the planet. So I think he's kind of. Copied this from somewhere, is he? Right. Maybe. His grueling training schedule was going well, and he had the full support of his loving wife, Emma, and their two sons, Reuben, then aged two, and baby Rowan, then aged two months. It was Sunday, May the 1st, only one week before Richard and his family flew out to Lanzarote for the event and the holiday. In bed early that Sunday morning, Richard kissed Emma goodbye and headed out for the last training ride with his friends from the local Triathlon Club team. Choose well in team S-N-A-F-U. Is it something? The the F-U at the end makes me suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That gentle goodbye was the last time he saw his wife and best friend alive. Oh, no, this is not good. Nine weeks earlier, Emma had given birth to a bouncing baby boy, Rowan, and was happy, busy, and energetic mother of two. She noticed some aches in her calf during the preceding days. These aches would not go away or would come and go. The day before May Day, she noted that she felt tired and more out of breath than normal after pushing in uh, the shopping and the double buggy around the shops. But having a cold, she thought no more of it. That Sunday morning, as she came downstairs to uh, start breakfast routine, she phoned Richard as she felt like she was going to pass out and was very worried she didn't feel well at all. He was 15 miles away, setting up his bike ready for the ride. He returned and immediately encouraged Emma to call 999. Richard returned home at the same time as the ambulance and paramedics turned up. He found Emma laying on the sofa and he knew not all was not well. Reuben was playing close to Emma in the lounge with his cars and baby Rowan was still asleep upstairs. Resuscitation attempts at home in an ambulance and at the Horton Hospital in Barn. Balmbury? Bambury? Bambury. failed and Emma sadly passed away that morning. Oh man, that's terrible. Leaving her family distraught and Richard world turned upside down and inside out. Emma died from pulmonary M-
1: embolism caused by DVT, oh, deep no. vein thrombosis. Wow, oh,
0: pulmonary embolism is a blockage of the pulmonary artery, which is the blood vessel that carries blood from the heart to the lungs. This blockage, usually a blood clot, was fatal as it prevented blood from reaching Emma's lungs. Thrombosis has been and remains a major cause of death in the UK, yet astonishingly this fact is not widely known. Most people have little or no understanding about the cause and the effects of thrombosis and how it can be prevented. Thrombosis can happen to you, your family, your friends or colleagues. Thrombosis is often a silent medical condition with no obvious signs or symptoms. It doesn't discriminate and can affect People from any sex or age. It can be very easily be confused with less serious conditions. A clot in the leg can be mistaken for sore leg muscles. But thrombosis is a leading cause of death in the UK, far out. Yet most people have little or no understanding about the, its causes and effects and how it can be prevented. Today, Richard, Ruben now five, and Rowan, now three, are doing well and are a tight knit family with supportive parents grandparents, aunties and uncles and friends. The Baker family are coping with their loss and the boys are growing up under well-admirable admirable guidance of their dad, Richard. This year, on May 17th, 2014, in memory of Emma, Richard will be taking on Ironman Lanzarote with all waves, winds, volcanic dust and heat that can throw at him. He will put himself through an arduous yet ultimately enjoyable, he hopes, day by sea, swimming 2.4 miles, running, cycling 112 miles and with over 2,500 2, meters of climbing and then running 26 miles in a marathon event that can last up to 17 hours. In summary, four years ago, Richard and his wife decided <coughs> as a family they would take on Lanzarote. From the day Emma passed away, he knew he would go and complete the challenge. He says that it's his way of showing the utmost respect for his beautiful wife, amazing mother, to their boys, and best friend. Richard will be spreading some of Emma's ashes at the top of Mount, how's that one? Hara? Har- Haria? 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 One of the biggest climbs on the bike route, which is stunning views, on the day Richard feels he will find emotions hard harder than the event itself. As for him, it has turned out to be a far more than just a triathlon. If for any reason he doesn't make the finish, then he'll be the first one to sign up for twenty fifteen. Please show your support for Richard and the Lifeblood charity by sponsoring them. And there's a link which on just giving which we'll put on dub I am talk top me. By raising awareness of the risk of DVT, we hope that we may be able to prevent other young families from being tragically, their lives being tragically altered. If you please, uh, and again, we'll put a link to that. That is sad oh, that's story, man. a sad man. story, but...
1: Man. Richard, get out there and kick some
0: butt good. the weekend after next. Yeah, good on you, man. Good on you. Like, geez, that's a tough thing to happen in your life, mm. eh?
1: It's incredibly tough. Young so.
0: family and, you know, and your loved one.
1: But good so. on him for getting out there and, um, you know, doing some fundraising and going out there and, yeah... Give it heaps, mate. Give it heaps. Yeah, it's
0: pretty cool that he's gonna stop on the race and spread ashes. Mm. I think that's really kind of special thing to do. So it, they've got a link to justgiving.com and it's Baker Lifeblood, which is slash BakerLifeblood. Lifeblood. Uh, I'll put that on dub 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 me. They've raised three thousand dollars right now, so let's top that up a little bit more, team. So just go on there, drop off a donation, and uh, you know, obviously it's a pretty big weekend for Richard and his crew coming up next weekend, but pretty 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 sad story, but also doing something great from it. So Excellent. Richard
1: Baker You are our Age H- 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 group of the week. week
0: Love your work Okay, John's Do you want to sponsor now? Uh, you have no. another sponsor here? No, no Okay, I'll put some music on Yeah Here we go Let me hear the music
1: What is going on? I uh. went for the long version. That's
0: a cool piece. We're going for the long version. Yeah. You're probably riding your bike somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, God. pumping your arms, yeah. grab your partner. see do. Okay, John what are we talking here?
1: Borowski sent an email. Hi, guys. I've heard John talk about using a reverse taper with the Epic Camp Light heading into Honu 70.3. I have a friend who is generally competing for not only first in her age group, but top amateur overall. Wow. Have you used this leading into an Ironman before? How might you structure it? I asked because she's considering an invite to a full on training camp that would only leave one week before a taper before Ironman Texas. So. Okay, let's start with the premise. What's a reverse taper? So. This is generally what I, yeah, so a reverse, well, there's a couple of ways of looking at it, but what I generally do is you have a week, say you're two weeks out from a, a race or maybe three weeks out, you basically taper up and then you go over to the race venue and then you do some decent training and then the last few days before the race you taper in. This traditionally, you train up and you might do, say, a 10-day taper leading into the race. So it's taper, do some more volume and then taper, then re so You actually a do a taper before you, like, like, like if we look at your Kona camp? Yep. So the, yeah, I'll explain that in a second. But you'd basically do you know say for when we, when I go to Ironman in Hawaii in October, I will leave Christchurch. We'll actually be going about twelve days before the race. But so you will kind of taper a little bit before there. So I'll be fully rested when I arrive, and then do basically around about a week of solid training, and then retaper. Yeah, it, the, the, race. the
0: reverse taper is good when you're traveling. Is it's
1: good for traveling a because it uh, when you when you travel if you travel when you're really on edge and really fatigued, the risk of getting sick is, well, I believe quite a bit higher. Uh, and also the main reason I use it though is so you can get over there and you can actually do some heat acclimation because especially for us going from New Zealand to, to Kona, you know, it's, yeah. it's it's critical that you get acclimatised. So yeah, that's basically, um, I use a reverse taper for usually in those circumstances, when you've got a major change in in climate, so if you were... So So for New Zealand you didn't? if For New Zealand, wouldn't do it. Um, And so in this instance here, for Matt's um, friend who's going to be doing Ironman Texas and then going and doing a big camp a week before and then having a week taper... I don't know if that's in your best interest, given that it sounds like I think it's her first Ironman as well. So if you're in a similar climate, I'd just go with a fairly traditional sort of model. Versus if you've got a big climate change, I think this is the best thing for. So if you were going to Lanza in a couple of weeks time, then I would. If you if you had enough time to be leaving and going over say eight days before, I would again I would use it in that instance. Taper up before you go three or four days really really easy travel over three or four days hard training or not hard. Hard, but long training, heat training, and then tape, retaper into the event. So that's typically the way that I that I do it. Three or four days easy before you travel now, when to we the were race. we easy.
0: So like, okay, so you're going to Kona, you're going to go to turn twelve days before the race. Yeah. Okay, so then the four, three or four days leading up to the race, when you say easy, is it like a taper that you do for an
1: Ironman, or is it a little bit more than that? Uh, so you're talking before I leave? Or yeah. So
0: like, track? so you're like you're in Christchurch it's, you know, 16 days, 17 yep. days before the race.
1: I'll be doing next to, not next, like, pretty close be, to nothing. Like
0: yeah. pretty much aiming like a race day would be your flight day kind of taper? Yeah,
1: so I'd, I'd be having at least one of those days off and all the other training that i do will be short and very low so intensity. So like an hour? Yeah, yep. an easy hour swim, an easy hour ride, easy Just 45 minute spinning run. Spinning over basically. So yeah, when you get on that plane, you're fresh and you can basically get off the plane at the other end and boom, you're straight into it. So
0: then when you get there, you can be prepared to focus for some quality? Uh, more quantity than quality. But, but, but I mean, is and you can train well because you're not tired. Yeah.
1: Yep. And so, I mean, I'll try. I'll maybe try to give the example for Kona that I've got planned for later in the year. But, you know, we'll be travelling over, getting there on the Tuesday. So, whatever that is. Sort so, of,
0: Tuesday, yeah, with two weeks before, basically. Yeah, so, so 10
1: days. 10, 10 days ish. First day, you know, we'll be doing a solid um, sort of four to five hour um, brick session. Next day, we'll probably be doing uh, about 150K on the bike. But the key thing is, this is all really low intensity, and, and um, Matt brings up the example of uh, the Kona Light Camp. So we don't re- we taper a bit going into that, but the camp is actually the week of the race.
0: So you, the, you, the race is really looked at as another day of camp. It and, is, yeah. but we
1: we aren't most of the camp is quite low intensity but we're just out in the heat all day so by the time we get to the race we're so well acclimatised that the race um the heat is not such a big issue yep. and i guess that that's when i basically use the reverse uh, taper protocol as so with the reverse the taper
0: for kona you're going to do the taper leading and you'll get on you're going to you've said let's look for endurance not necessarily kind of high intensity what about running
1: uh, again, so re- reasonable volume. Ten days out from the race. I mean, we'll probably do an hour. I think i have got an hour thirty to an hour forty. Okay. Um, but again, in the heat. And you want be in the first few days, wouldn't you? Cause yeah. Cause you don't want to be totally. Doing that, yeah. So I think we're going swim bike run fit on the the Tuesday when we get there. Long ride, um, 150k on the Wednesday, and then a medium long run on Thursday, and there'll probably be a swim on there as well, and then probably an easy day, a couple more days of volume, and then sort of starting to to re taper into the race. So have you done this often? Yeah, it's worked really well. So yeah. Murray the Holy Hammer Lapworth, he yeah. did it last year. He, he tra- even travelled over, I think, on the Saturday, so a week before, and still sort of followed this protocol pretty well. It takes a bit of um, a bit of courage to do it, you know, trying to, to go ride 150K or something or, or do a five-hour ride the week before the race. You're going, geez, is this a really good idea? Yeah. But as long as you do it really low intensity, as long as you're fit enough and you've done plenty of five-hour Would rides. Which going to Kona, you should be? Mm, if, if you do a five-hour Really low intensity ride, it shouldn't textured, take that yeah. much out of you. Um, and if it does take a bit out of you, the benefit of doing that outweighs the cost in terms of being better acclimatised. So if you if you go over to Kona and a week before and you just follow a normal taper, you know you might be out there training for an hour and a half I put each weight on time. <laughs> yeah, I totally. You're just gonna be sitting <laughs> there sitting really not nice. not acclimatised, kind of just wasting your time when you haven't got anything else going on doing a little bit of volume, if you do hard, high intensity work in there, it's going to smoke you, but doing volume is... Um, so how
0: is close good. is too close? So like, let's say, you know, you've said, you know, I'm looking at really kind of at least 10 days before the race, mm. if you can only get to a race two or three days or four days, like what point
1: is, you know what, just go to traditional, even if with the weather change? Probably f- Five days, I would say. But yep. even then, five days on the fifth day out, I'd probably still suggest doing something. So I've got a guy going to Lanzarote, and he's travelling on the Monday, I think. Yeah, I think I've, yeah, I think I've still got him doing a, a three and a half hour session on the Monday yep. um, before before Lanzarote. So yeah, so in this instance, though, if it's your first Ironman and if your climate change is not massive, doing a massive week and then a week taper into the race, probably not in the best interest. No, not a massive training camp.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, not like epic style kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. Unless you're a real finely tuned athlete who's been doing it for years, but your first time. So you're yes. saying that the reverse taper is a great tool to use when you're
1: going to different weather conditions? Definitely. Okay. Strong. Any other times? Um, not when it's that close. Not when it's that close. Okay. So, you know, there's, there's different times where you could do like a big camp. You know, whether you, if you're doing a big big blocks, sort of three weeks out, I think that's that's okay, and you probably taper into that and then do it, but I think here we're talking specifically that final sort of week or two before the race. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. rock and roll, there you go. Sponsor! Extreme Hydro X tackles the mis- dem- misoma that lactate is the enemy. Almost a decade ago, Extreme Endurance took on the naysayers and proved there is a way to attack the bad asset, plus... Hydrogen iron that hampers athletic performance. So, what this is really getting at is everybody thinks la- the word lactate is terrible and bad. Extreme Endurance scientifically proved it and published a third party clinical trial in 2008 that showed a uh, reduction in lactic acid with the breakthrough product Extreme Endurance. Extreme Endurance got rid of the bad acid, now Hydro, acid, hydro X brings on the good acid. Uh, in a July 2013 issue of Runner's World, the article, The Three Reasons to Love Lactate, um, that discusses athletes how lactate is used 90% of the time as a preferred energy fuel over glucose. The author quotes the new study from George Brooks, the researcher responsible, blah, blah, blah. The Runners World article backs up the claim that X Endurance new energy hydration drink Hydro X is again on the right track. With 1500 milligrams of lactate and Hydro X, all endurance sports will benefit from increased fuel source so get yourself some hydrox it's a product i've been using before before races as well and don't necessarily be afraid of you know the the words lactate and everything like that this is uh, using lactate as a fuel source so check it out make sure you use the promo code imtork Five to get yourself a nice little discount and if any Kiwis or Aussies want to get some of this I've got uh, Hydro X in stock now as well so you can get it from me or everybody else can get it from xendurance.com so check it out check check
0: check check it out ok guys I'm going to put some music on here it is, this is the website for the website of the week. here we go I've of the of the never used it. Used it before, haven't you? Yeah, I kind of like it.
1: Crazy. Ding, 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 ding. Okay, Jumbo Even everybody's got lots of different gadgets and tools and stuff these days. They really do, don't they? And it's funny, isn't it? You know, like even my running groups, which are kind of very... we've got some real beginner runners. People love their tools now, man. They do. So, you know, we, we've talked about training peaks a lot in the past, and that's what I use as, a, as, a, as my sort of go to coaching tool and my analysis tool. But lots of people like to do their. Um,
0: Runkeeper, Strava. Do their dick
1: measuring on Strava. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm, I'm Who's the greatest. I've got the biggest dick. Yeah. And then uh, people use Runkeeper. Well, the, I would use. have loved that crap in my day. Yeah. I would have been telling you, I've got the biggest dick. <laughs> Garmin, Garmin Connect, Sports Tracks. I don't even know what that is. And then Dropbox as well. And it's a pain in the ass so if you. Want if you know, say you've got your Garmin 910 and you want to upload your file to Training Picks, that's actually really easy. You just use Device Agent, yep. but then you've got to get it to Strava as well. And then you might want to get it on a Garmin Connect and you want to get it on all these places. And you end up sitting there uploading it to five different places. This week's website is uh, tapirik.com and it's T A P I R I I K.com.
0: com. And I'll put a link there on www.iamtalk.me.
1: And I haven't actually used it, but basically the premise is you use it and it basically just you put in all your login details for all your different um, websites that you, use, and you just upload it once and it just basically syndicates it off to all those websites. Um, so, wait a websites. second. So,
0: so you, you come in from your ride, right, you put your power device on, your link it in with USB or however, however you get you to to it to. Yeah. And then you go to this website,
1: you now, drop the file on this website? I'm not exactly sure how that part works. Okay, but but basically it just means you upload it somehow to one place and then it just must log into all those different websites okay. and then just puts your puts your data all in there. So you, so you haven't actually played around
0: it, but that, that's the concept? Yes. Okay, so let's say you have a run keeper on your iPhone, you have your power meter for training peaks, you have Strava for your dick measurement, yep. you have, you have um, your Garmin, I don't know, and then you and you want to keep a record of all of this on your Dropbox file, you can have all those things signed in,
1: you do your, your workout, you come to this website, it's it's syn- it synchronizes your fitness activities between all those um, places. Heart rate, cadence, power, and temperature data syncs as is, well. how does it work? Because. Oh, Bevan, I knew you were going <laughs> to ask me this. I <laughs> you, knew you would. You should have researched I tried you? to, but it's, a, the, it's free. And the, it is
0: just. Well, I just don't get how you. Because the, the front page has just linked me to this API request of things on. Oh, I'm sure. If you spend a bit of
1: time, on, I'm sure it's life changing. It is. So there you go. You just click on. Hold on. Okay, you go to your Training Peaks. Yeah, no. So you just basically c- click on each logo and you put in your, your details. Yep. So I could click on Training Peaks and yep. I could put in my username and details in there, yep. and then you can do the same with uh, we'll with the all efforts. the others, and then you'll just it'll just happen.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> wicked.
1: <weak. laughs> <We can laughs> you know it. But then you have to go to this website and drop it. <laughs>
0: and see James
1: <laughs> oh, who sent it through I'm blaming her who sent it through <laughs> blame, the, blame the person you didn't do your research Peter Peter yeah. sharpen up Peter who free if you want to manually push the files to Strava Training Peaks etc or for $2 a year it will do automatically so for the whopping fee of $2 finish a run or ride or swim and my Garmin automatically uploads to Garmin usually I have to then export the file to upload the Training Peaks
0: so basically it's your one shop Upload device. Yes, and two if, dollars a year. Yeah, here you go. Hold here we it. go.
1: If you want to find out more about it, go to DC Rainmaker. Oh, to cool. oh, DC Rainmaker had a he, crash. He di- uh, no, he got eaten by a um, uh, Ray Oh, really? Oh, he Whoa. got a barb.
0: I once got done with a blue bottle, mm-hmm. which is like about that big, mm-hmm.
1: and it was pretty painful. And he 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 was in hospital and everything. It cost oh, him really? thousand $2, eight hundred dollars in uh, hospital fees. <laughs> oh, really? Doesn't even have medical insurance. Sorry. Well, he probably probably that probably paid for it, but um, yeah. So, go, is he okay? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, so Bevan will put a link up
0: here, to here we go. with the rise of connected devices that automatically upload your rides and runs rides and runs upon completion to Garmin Connect there has been a corresponding rise in the usage of third party sites that synchronise the data to other log platforms such as Strava and TrainingPeaks these middleman sites operate by copying your activity data automatically upon detection of a new activity being uploaded to the final destination of choice it is some way ironic that with the increased connectivity that we where it has become more complexity in getting files to where you want them. It's largely due to the fact that Garmin has been less than entirely easy when it comes to getting data where end users plan to analyse it. While Garmin Connect does have an API available, that API isn't well documented nor supported at all. It has been, hasn't been updated in years. Thus, most third party applications have to spend a bit of time reverse engineering how things work. Sometimes it works well, but other times that's caused some ripples between Garmin and third party apps. Such as Copy My Sports earlier this year being throttled from activity polling standpoint. Ultimately, though, these solutions do offer users a great way to quickly and seamlessly get started from the Garmin Connect to third party sites. With that, let's run through. So, then he talks about here. We'll start with Tabama. Ta- so, Just go to DC Rainmaker. We made a cock up
1: of the, of the whole thing. And DC Rainmaker. If
0: you want details, don't listen to us. Yeah. <laughs> the DC Rainmaker.
1: Two dollars. I think. Basi- I think basically your Garmin stuff uploads automatically, and then it syndicates to the other things. I think.
0: You know, he's, he's gone through it all here. So then you, he's, he's he's awesome. Maybe he's maybe, even got screenshots done, of them. All. Maybe you could have done some P's too. Give me. Well, a I trusted you were. You know, I'm, I'm doing the other stuff. There you go. Righty At this point, the activity is already. Yeah, he, he likes it. Yep. Good. So there you
1: Glad go. he likes it.
0: Overall, it works quite well. And It's the most known in terms of having a singular, simple download clock uh, until sync. Um, Stop so, there. It, Stop it. there. People oh. can just go to DC Rainmaker. DC Rainmaker. Poor guy. He probably got stingray. Two thousand eight hundred. Yeah. Click on an A when you yeah, need it. <laughs> okay. Um, Twenty
1: four update. 20, 2018, yeah, 2014 yeah, you, Project twenty fourteen. Yeah. It's been a bit derailed at the moment. I've got a few injury niggles. Oh, what's happening? My feet are not right. I've got a oh, so it the same injury? No, different one. But just in general you came back feet, too fast, didn't you? I don't know. Bit of a bit of a. Worry, do you go to the?
0: Right? Do you go to the? I'm getting old.
1: Sorry. Do
0: you go no, to No,
1: but you're probably right. I probably did get back into it a little bit too aggressively. That's so my I've fault nowadays. I a, always do that. Got a really sore ankle, and then got sore bits on my feet and stuff. And I'm just oh God. like, God. then thinking X-ray. No, not quite that. I just need to take a few days easy. It didn't help that I was away and my only choice was to run and I just kinda of ran through it. But <sighs> what it do you like- tell your athletes? No, I was I was I was debating it. I don't think i would just take a couple of these easy. I'll be right, but was having some struggles. I usually work on a three-week cycle, so I do three hard weeks and then oh a God. week easier. And in that week easier, I basically keep my volume. My volume's not very high at the moment, but I keep it uh, same volume, but just drop all my intensity out of the biking. Yep. But I knew I was going away on holiday, and I, so ended up stretching it out and ended up being four weeks or just over four weeks. Before well, week, fourth week was just absolute rubbish. Really, just rubbish. So I just tried to, in your mojo? just tried doing these FTP workouts and they were just ridiculous, just couldn't even get remotely close to it, and just generally so how was how on a, was that, a ragged edge. how much was that
0: edge. physical fatigue versus mental
1: fatigue? I was a combination of the two. <clears throat> I was ready for my easier week mentally, and yeah, I just, just couldn't push anything. It was just ridiculous. So that was a bit of an issue, and then... Now, sort of, the plan was to move into a bit more running phase, get ready for the Kona 70.3, so I don't make a myself look like a tool over there. But then the running's been derailed a bit. Oh so, man. just got a, do you want a hug. Three weeks' time, though, Bevan. I'll be, t- this time in three weeks' time, I'll be swimming the Ironman course on this day in three weeks' time. In Kona? Yep. Cool. camps. So looking forward to How that. How do you figure that out? Sorry? Well, today's Tuesday. No, no, here. no, not, not the date. <laughs> not <Yep>. the
0: date. <laughs> (laughs) the course how do you figure out where to go oh you know you
1: know which direction the course goes but when do you turn around well we we have uh, we send out um, oh do you get someone to be your boy yeah we have a paddle we have a Rick usually goes out on the stand up paddle board and he falls over about 10 times (laughs) on the way out there and then uh, and then he he is our turnaround marker we're going to change a little bit this year but but, does he have a GPS or something yeah yeah just have a GPS watch and you just measure pretty cool who's who's Rick Rick, uh, Rick Laird. He's and he's doing the camp this year oh good stuff Rick it's been a bit like Dave. One he was he supported the first. Um, but what is he going to do? Is he going to do this one? Is he going <laughs> to no? <laughs> Somebody else will get nominated to do that, and it may be me or it could be Dave on the on the pedal Yeah, I'm not going to stand up paddle. Board. That's just stupid. Have you it? done it? No. Is it? Is it meant to be a cool workout? Yeah, yeah. I don't want cool workout. But I'm, <laughs> you want to swim? Yeah. So I'll probably be in a kayak. Somebody will be in a kayak.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, foot of shoes not, not looking too good there on that but front. Is it there. a serious foot issue or is it just niggles? No, it's just a bit of tendon. Yeah, just a bit of a bit of, bit of tendon. Have you had acupuncture? Uh, yep That's worked really well for me mm-hmm. with well tendon. Mm. Yeah, man. Good time. Mm. Big time. Mm. I had it in my head before you had that. That's pretty scary.
0: Do you look like that razor head guy. Remember that movie, the horror film? Where'd you get it put in your head? It's Chinese, dude. No, but where
1: in your head? Uh, up on top. Really? I think it was. Are yeah, you and, a bit my neck. Yeah, especially when you didn't tell me he was going to do it. It's this Chinese dude, and all of a sudden, <laughs> bing, bing. Shit. You, <laughs> just, you just don't want to move. <laughs> exactly. But but why did he put it in the head? Uh, you, know, you know, all the, the Chinese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Works within different, different th- moves. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Oh, no. But the help? Uh, I can't remember. It was years ago.
0: There's a guy I in town <laughs> who does a one day deal, you know, yeah. one of those great ones.
1: Yeah. And it's only like oh, 20 bucks for an hour. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> going there. <I'm> <laughs> Oh, hopefully the foot comes right Yes So not, not, not too much to report on uh, Project 2014 But I'm doing a 40 minute FTP test today So I'm um, looking forward to that Okay well, And what do you think You're going to come in on Well I'm going to be trying to hold 305 watts <laughs> On race What do you hold? What should I hold? Uh, two, 230 <laughs> What did you hold in New Zealand? Uh, it was weak <laughs> Yeah what, what, what was it? Uh, well I was sitting at I should have been sitting at two thirty, and then I was sitting about two forty, 2.40, two forty-five on the way out, and just because I was trying to keep up with people, and then it just went pear shaped from there. I was like strung the whole two hundred on the way back in. Uh, well, mm. hey, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> you do.
0: Okay, uh sponsor. Athlinks.com summary by distance with profile. I, I,
1: I was, I was. We had a little uh, tri club meeting the other day, and um, oh, and I was just going. We should get all our bloody members onto this um, because it's just easy, really easy. You just, you know, for, for, for me, you know, you often ask me, what's your fastest time? What's your, point you, what's your fastest time you've ever done for half an What's your fastest run split you've ever done? And I'm like... Sometimes I can remember, sometimes I can't, but with athletics I can now I love your
0: impersonation of me uh, You
1: can go to me, John, what's your fastest <laughs> Olympic distance time? And I can just go, Bevan, oh, well, give me a couple of seconds to log in Olympic distance, 1 hour 55.02 And then it's got my Ironman distance there and uh, and it's got my half Ironman distance there what
0: but, was, your, what was your Olympic?
1: Uh, it is <laughs> 1.55.02 That's pretty quick yeah, it's probably, hey, hey, probably sure. Don't, don't say it, just claim it. <laughs> but that was the in nineteen ninety six. Ninety six? What race was that? Cleveland ITU World Championships. How'd you go? Uh it can't
0: have been shorter to world champs. Yes it can be. <laughs> really?
1: Uh, where was I? I'm not sure what results this is gonna bring. I seem to think I was about fourteenth in the juniors. Yeah, this is this so these we, results are so old that they're um, that, that I think I might be listed in here with the elites and stuff as well and the juniors. I have a feeling I was... Uh, were you happy with 14th
2: or were you hoping uh, for a top 10? I was 10?
1: hoping for a top 10, I think. I didn't race too badly.
0: Was it awesome going to Cleveland? How old were you?
1: 96. I would have been 19 then, I think, because the world champs used to be under 20s, not under 23s, used to be under 20s, and we did Olympic distance. And, yeah, we went to Flagstaff, Arizona, for a training camp before. Was it awesome? And, um, yeah, but the problem was we went. To, you know, with altitude, you come down, and some people um, yeah, well, respond well, I think, yeah. straight away. Others, I, I sort of responded about a week later. So was a bit after annoyed. the race, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: really? So I raced okay, but I was hoping to do a bit better. I did have a really bad swim. Were you a single man? Uh, yep. Oh, was everybody. it good time to be a single man? <laughs> yeah, Cleveland didn't do a lot for us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you hang around afterwards? No. Oh man. No. I, was just, I had a university degree, come back and get. What anyway, you, what, what was you, my point? did you do at university? Bachelor of Commerce. Commerce. Yeah. Anyway, what was my point? Your point was time and something. S- summary by distance um, w- right. within your profile. So, yeah, my, my point was... Yeah, you can basically come in here and you can just check out all your distances. You've got, It breaks into Ironman distance, half Ironman distance, uh, 10Ks, 5Ks, and you can go in there, quickly find your best times. And you know, if it's been a while since you've raced or you're making a bit of a comeback, you can go back and have a look at what your, your past glories were and just sort of use that to make sure that you don't go and smash yourself too quickly. So, yeah, it's just a cool way of keeping all your distances segregated, all your results in one place. Check it out, athletics.com.
0: And if you've got a club... Get everyone in the club. If yeah. you're in a tri club, you say, yeah. Look, just everyone get on here and we can create a club page and we can just see you what everyone's up, doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not rivals anymore. Yeah, your, your links. Your links. You can set up all your links and stuff. And so then that just works really well, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, totally. So Athletics.com guys, get on it. Questions mm. and us. So good old Brian
1: Crabble's got. Um, I haven't actually got an answer for this one. He was asking, "How I've got do a I keep?" Question, but that's right. How do I keep my Ironman Brazil 2006 swim cap from deteriorating? That's Michael it's, Rowe. It's in my it's my first Ironman. And I say, well, don't wear it to start with. It's probably the only tip I've got. Keep it out of the sun. Otherwise, it's going to deteriorate. Do, you mean, do you, nostalgic stuff. Uh, I've got from Cleveland World Champs. I've still got my tracksuit top. Have you New Zealand team tracksuit top? Is it pretty old school? Yep, Canterbury, you know Canterbury? Yeah, yeah, the big, big Kiwis.
0: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, pretty old school. Okay. No, I don't
0: know, swim caps. You can't use it. No, you can't use Maybe it. Maybe get it framed or something.
1: Yeah. Keep it out of the sun, I think, is a key one. Yeah.
0: Uh, Brian, crab is a crab. That's a crab, eh? Yep, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Can you talk more more about you, can? I understand that it can reduce your calories per hour with this product. What would you suggest if I wanted to use it exclusively without other products during an Ironman? I typically consume 400 calories per hour using multidrexin on the bike, I'm 6'2 and weigh
1: 175 pound. So Brian, uh, I've we'll put a link up on the site this week, but they've got a really good page there, generationUCAN.com slash blog slash UCAN tips, triathlon usage, they've basically got a triathlon usage page uh, and it advises you know how to, to use it if you want to try using UKCan. Solely, and I actually had a little experiment the other day um, because I've been playing around with UCAN quite a bit. And yeah, you used to drive in New Zealand, didn't you? I did. So I had two sachets during the race, plus I still used Infinite and Ems cookies. Uh, and at the moment, I'm not amazingly fit and I'm not particularly efficient when I'm out on the bike. But what I wanted to try to do is to see if I could get through a bike ride just using UCAN. So I rode the Gorges, which is a 150k ride, and uh, Christchurch reasonably flat. You, you, you sort of climb quite high, but it's sort of just just rolling, and, yeah. just rolling sort of climbs. I uh, had no breakfast at all and then had one sachet of UCAN before I went out, 30 minutes before and then I had three sachets during the ride and that wasn't enough for me so I was taking uh, one every 90 minutes or so. And I got to the section which we have, which is Old West Coast Road, which is about 100 and probably about 100k in. And then you've got this 40k stretch, which is pretty straight. And then a final sort of 10k stretch to get home. And I got to that sort of 40k stretch and I thought, I'm not going to make this if I if I keep going. And it'd been a reasonably honest pace all the way through. So I ended up having an EMS bar. But I basically got through an entire. Bike 150k solid effort ride with uh, one sachet before and then three during the ride and then plus one one M's bar and that got me through all the way uh, and what I am going to be playing around with in Kona this year is uh, is taking more UCAN during the race and I'm thinking about taking four sachets but I'll still be taking other stuff but if you go onto this page on the Generation UCAN website it basically gives you some ideas but the Unfortunately there is no perfect answer Everybody's got to play around with what works for them What doesn't um, But I'm finding to use UCAN in conjunction With M's bars And also a bit of Infinite as well Seems to be working pretty well for me Good time. And just avoiding those bonks Yeah it's a bit of a fine line isn't it It's that sugar <coughs> bonk you know, Those sugar rushes I'm trying to avoid Okay uh, next
0: question we have here From uh, Even I was wondering if you guys can give me some advice I've signed up for a marathon with a group of friends Who are taking it very seriously And I am just going along for the free ride really But I want to get a good time for my first marathon attempt (laughs) Not really a free ride (laughs) (laughs) My dilemma is I don't know if I should taper off for the marathon As I don't want to taper to affect my Ironman training As much as I need all the training time I can get I wonder what the, the time difference is. Can you give me some wise words of wisdom on the matter or what you do in my situation?
1: Well, yeah, as Bevan said, it really depends how close to your Ironman race it, um, it is. But, you know, doing a marathon as uh, as a solid training run is, is a good idea. Doing yeah. it as a maximum effort, close to, uh, anywhere remotely close to your Ironman, I think is a really bad idea.
0: But, but, okay, when you say remotely close, what kind of time frame?
1: So, you might uh, so, so, say you, you know, say we've got. You know, for example, we might do a, a solid three-hour run, maybe five weeks before Ironman, yep. and we might do the, the back half of it or you know, two-thirds of it for us at Ironman pace. If you're a slower athlete, you might do it at a slightly higher intensity, but for us, you know, working at an Ironman pace or just a little bit quicker is actually a reasonably solid effort. Yep. So I, I would say if, if you're anywhere in that sort of six to ten week out range, then it would be fine to do it, but I would be doing it you know, maybe at... Half, half, half Ironman pace. Probably no quicker than that. I'd strongly advise against doing anything inside the last ten weeks uh, to 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 be doing it as a, to pushing Isn't it, it to really hard. To be pushing it, and if it was, you know, if it was in the the final. Five weeks. If you did that, I would um, probably not suggest going qu- much quicker than Ironman effort. Yeah, still a good idea to go for a three to three and a half hour run, depending on how quick you are. Um, you know, that close to an Ironman and doing it at an Ironman pace to be a good training day if you want to go out there with your buddies. But maxing it out that close, bad idea.
0: Well, I think the thing you've also got to think is, is change your mental approach to the race. Like, you know, <clears throat> obviously the marathon's a big thing for their friends, and they're obviously taking it really serious. But you've got to go into it just looking at it as a training day. And it's your first marathon, so you you want to kind of have that experience of the buzz of finishing your first marathon. But I always say, you know, unless you're someone who's come from a big background of running who's pretty elite – your first marathon should always just be about completion. You know what I mean? And so if anything, take that pressure off yourself to worry about a good time. Just, you know, get through the run, enjoy the experience, but really focus on your your and time. And so, and the thing is, your first marathon, even if you just plot it, then you've got a good goal to come along and smash the next time, haven't you? So, So you lose the pressure that you're putting on yourself, I think is pretty important. Also, he's got PC... A P S. See you on Trainer Road in the near future. Tim please! Uh, Timothy Egg's got hey lads attached a copy of the book that I've put together called "From the Mouth of the Pros: The Best Advice from Pro Athletes and Elite Co- Coaches." So he's just selling this book. It's I think it's a Kindle.
1: Yeah, I had a quick scan through it the other day, and it's basically just you know he tips and, and he's got a huge amount of pros and coaches in there, and some some big names, and some of them have written a couple of paragraphs, other have written like a, maybe a page or so, but just general tips in there, so um, I didn't read it cover to cover, but um, had a lot of big names in there, so check it out.
0: Okay, we'll put a link down dip, dip, dip. I Am Talked to Me, and then we have Tim Gardner, he has got a um, very interested in an article about great British cyclist Emma Pauly. She has been a world time
1: trial champion, One, how's that one? Leige, Bastion Ledge, which I watched the other day on, uh, on TV, and I'm going to spoil it if people haven't watched it yet, <laughs> this guy... Um, is a guy and race, is it? It must be a girls race, but the girls race doesn't get any coverage. Uh, <laughs> it just doesn't, you know? Yeah. Um, the guys race, and there was a guy chasing up, was it? he's the Irish dude. Forgotten his name now. Um... Anyway, he was coming up, it was a final corner of the race and it was, it's got hills at the end and stuff and you, know, you, you visualise you're coming up a hill and then you turn into the final finishing straight. Which and is it uphill? The, he's coming around this corner which has been uphill, comes into the, the corner, he's got 200 metres to go, Dan Martin, that was his name, now, is, he, is he in front by now or has he got I people think, around him? Uh, it's all sort of strung out because okay. it's been a big hill. It's like a, I don't know, too So it. It's his. It's, it's not quite his. He's got one guy in front of him and he's closing in on him and he's going to get him and I think he'd won the year before or the year before that. Yep. Comes around this corner, he's out of his seat and then he falls off his bike on the final corner of the race. Uh. This is like a major classic. I was like, you
0: duffer. I remember years ago I was doing commentary at La Race. Yeah. And Oh yeah I think Sam Horton was it Well, Paul Audenon was it or? Oh maybe, yeah Maybe it was Paul Audenon. And he's winning the race And So the race is a, it's, a, it's a good challenging bike race In Christchurch It's probably the best race to do really If you want a challenging race You climb up one hill And you come down And you do this other hill Which just goes on and on and on mm. But the last part of the race Is you go from this, the peak of that second hill mm. Downhill It's a pretty crazy downhill oh, very too Very crazy Off camber stuff Yeah man you're, you're fairly flying And then at the end of this a sharp turn And then you've got maybe got what A couple Ka- hundred metres Yeah he maybe four or five hundred meters yeah. to the finish line, and Paul Ogden was killing it. And I, and I <laughs> commentator's curse, I go, it's his race. The only thing that could stuff him up if he slipped around the corner. Yeah, and then he didn't turn up. And then about five minutes later, he's all crazed over, and mm. poor bugger slipped around the corner. So anyway, so he, he's, he, he's, he's asking. So he,
1: he, Emma Pauly, she, she's won all these big races. Got Olympic she's, silver medal. Silver medal, and then she went into Challenge Philippines and got third, and she uh, basically got more money from getting third in Challenge Philippines which in all due respect it's um, not the biggest uh, you know, Price uh, or biggest race anywhere in the world and she's basically saying this is ridiculous I can get third in this um, Hick Triathlon race yep. not a Hick no, Triathlon no, race but, but, but in her
0: a, world when she been to the Olympics it seems like yeah, a, you know. and
1: uh, she makes more money out of that so maybe it's not quite so bad in triathlon after all it's still so, not good so
0: is it an endurance sport problem?
1: Uh, no it's a woman's problem Oh, oh you think? oh totally
0: yeah well, because like, I was listening to this fighting talk the other day, and I was talking about how, in tennis, the top one hundred players in the world mm-hmm. are guaranteed a Grand Slam opening, mm-hmm. and if you can get the Grand Slam, you're guaranteed hundred grand a year.
1: Well, the the first round losers in Wimbledon this year were getting twenty seven thousand. I can't remember if that was US dollars or pounds. Yeah. So you're, and in that's in that sixty four. But it tennis 100? is such a great
0: TV sport, yeah. and you, you
1: know, so some some sports. Endurance sport, and I think I think more than anything, I think we the the girls are not fortunate, but it's fair in triathlon. Yeah, equal, most races are equal prize money. Do so they have Indian nowadays that aren't? Oh, you know, some of the French ones aren't. Bloody Frenchies, <laughs> <laughs> Frenchies. So I think uh, triathlons relatively unique in that in that front. That's Aaron
0: Baker, isn't it? Yeah. yeah yep.
1: Definitely. definitely. She can take credit for that. Actually. Definitely she can. Dug her toes in. But in cycling, girls cycling, I mean, they, they get probably nothing. Just about. Well, they obviously get nothing. If if she got the third and challenge Philippines, her biggest prize purse ever. So, they um, they're living on a yeah shoestring, really. Life of an athlete, eh? Mm. Mm. John, yes. sponsor coffees of Hawaii.com. Hawaii dot com. Mm.
0: We're going to talk about product one three four, which <laughs> is
1: great. Number one three four is an <laughs> oh, amazing next level. product. <laughs> what is it? It's the island style Molokai decaf, so oh, a bit of decaf. Yeah, Bevan you like a bit of decaf. You don't want to be kept awake all night, but you love the <laughs> flavour of coffee. Funny you should say that. Uh, but if you do want, you know, you want that coffee flavour at night, but you don't want the caffeine. Hit. I made that
0: mistake big time last night. We yeah. had band practice last night, and um, I don't drink Coke Zero because it's my Coke Zero is my one weakness in life, mm-hmm. and and so I just avoid it because There's it's
1: no just, other weaknesses in life
2: oh
0: maybe a few sexual ones <laughs> 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 but, but when it comes to like i don't alcohol drugs yeah. smoking all that kind of stuff i don't really have that and uh and even food i'm really disciplined you know like i can have a treat and not go too far but coke zero they can i can definitely go ott on that mm-hmm. and so i don't do it and uh except when you go to kona oh when i go to kona i go to yeah. I? you see yeah. that version of me don't yes. you yes yes i live on that crap don't i yeah, yeah. It's funny when I'm when I'm away. Seeing where does an you do? Away
1: from Joe,
0: yeah, she's just when I'm out of routines. Yeah, have you read the book Power of Habit? No, I have not. Oh, it's a brilliant book. It talks a lot about that. But anyway, um, so so last night we had band practice and a guy bought uh, some coke along. He brought all this coke, yeah. <laughs> and so I was oh, like, "Once once I open that, it's like gates, It's on." <laughs> so I think I ended up drinking like two litres of coke last night when we are band practice. Didn't get to sleep till three thirty this morning. Mm, I'm just sitting It's in gotta bed. hurt. So, so this is where decaf. Yeah. If you're a coffee drinker, and you know, and you know you that like you love it. your coffee, mm-hmm. but you know that once you get to a certain point in your day, that it means it's going to affect your sleep. This is, is where decaf way? comes in. Get a bit of island
1: style. Molokai, seven bucks for a seven ounce. 27 bucks for 2 pounds have you and tried 55 it? bucks for 5 pounds I have not tried I'd it I'd love to try it because I'd be
0: interested to see what the
1: taste difference Oh, I'll, I'll, I've got to probably get some coffee for uh, for our camp coming up I'll, get ask, some. I'll ask Albert if he can give you some, some decaf I'm going
0: to Google search this you talk about something for a second
1: um, right that's uh, coffeesofawaii.com all the promo codes are on imtalk.me it's time for nicknames if you want to get on to uh, we've got one week to go one week to go until we do our draw. We're going to yeah, be doing do it, to it on the 20th. We're going to cut the, cut orders off uh, next week, and then we're going to have one week where we'll get our crap sorted out. So, if you've been thinking the, the
0: whole time we've been going on about this for the last kind of few months, and you think oh, I need to do that, this is your week. So, next week we actually stop selling the book. Okay, mm-hmm. so from next week, I'll close after the show. I'll close the link off so that's no longer you can buy it, and then from there, the people who have bought the book, what, what what I'll do is basically. I'll then get all the names of people who have bought the book and I'll put your names on our website, www.iamtalk.me, and you'll have a number next to your name. So I'll we'll have your name and uh, and a number next to your name. And then the following week we're going to do the draw on the show. Mm. So then we'll do a draw and we'll – I think what we'll do is we'll do a random.org because yeah. the way I looked at doing it in the past, the thing is the people in the 400s would have an advantage because we're not going to sell 500 books. We're currently at 425, mm-hmm. so we're we'll probably, you know, we're going to get a little bit more than that, but we won't get to 500. So um, what am I trying to say? Hey, so what we'll do is we'll do random.org, but then we'll release it one number at a time throughout the show.
1: You're weak. Well, <laughs> So we, we, we have turns at doing, uh, we, we basically do 10 names each. And oh, the 10? Yeah, but, but half of them are all the same. No, no, no. William, just... William Mudd has had uh, three copies. Yeah, but, but I still did 10. You no, you still did 10.
0: Okay. Why is one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Okay.
1: Nine, ten. I did I ten. Apologize. And you can got to do Phil, give Phil another name. eleven. got to give Phil another name. can't just give him the fillinator. But that's his nickname. Well, give him another one. No. He, he, ma- he made it to the <coughs> pool this morning. Did he? Yeah. Well, well done, Phil. <laughs> well done. That is a well done, Phil, to make it to the pool. Is
0: he a bit slack on the pool, is he? Yes. Come on, Phil.
1: Mate, it's holding you back, your back. You swim.
0: Yeah, you would have beaten John if you had a good swim. I know. <laughs> and no penalties. Work on your penalties in your swim. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So last week, guys, if you want to get into the draw, you could get a trip to Kona. You travel, food, accommodation, mm. on.
1: Liz, uh, submarine Kennedy. He's part of the pirates in yellow, and I thought uh, oh, nice. yellow. I was yeah. thinking yellow submarine. So submarine. Yeah, Angela, the stone Pal. Where would that come from? Oh, I don't know, Bevan. <laughs> it's good. We I have I had diminishing returns. Co- I did these a couple of weeks ago.
0: What's it going to do? Like, we're we, we going to go next year. We we'll wait two years. Two again. years, I hope.
1: We're going to do this again at some stage. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, Rogério de Paula Assis. That's such a great name. You don't need a nickname of a name like that. Dodger. Roger Dodger. Roger Dodger. Roger Dodger. Dodger, Dodger. Glenn minute, Mr. Pyro. Sets on you on fire. Yes. Uh, Lee Campbell, Mystic Chaos. Bevan came up with that one a while ago. Mm-hmm. Mark Wiltshire, The Unpredictable. Why is it? Um, I should re- really write notes next to these. The Unpredictable.
0: I'm thinking you just went to a to a am <laughs> just thinking
1: maybe two. No, I was thinking Dirty Harry because... Uh, because we had the, the Harry Wiltshire. Oh, dude, so nice. And then I was thinking The Unpredictable, didn't, didn't... Um, it wasn't it Unforgettable, un, un, but okay. hey. The Unpredictable. You never know what, <laughs> Mark, <laughs> what Mark Wiltshire is going to bring to the table. Mark, didn't you do one of our camps? No. Oh, huh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine then. <laughs> you didn't. Uh, Jerry, a Green Lantern Bartholomem. Why Green Lantern? Well, you know, he sees the... the yeah, um, yeah. Just because he's going to kick some ass. What's the superpower? He's got a ring. I don't know. That's a, a weird superpower. Yeah. Thomas Robertson, whack attack. Just go with it, Devin. <laughs> just go with it. Just nailing. <laughs> Jan Hawkins, the Black Crow. What is the Black Crow? She just she just hovers in <laughs> and just. You. Peaks you on your helmet. John Twister Parsons. He's, he's got his picture up on Athlinks and he's got a lot of twists going on. A, lot of, a bit, of, a lot of, bit uh, of core work? Yeah, a bit of core work for you, uh, John, and you need an H in your name as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think that's my lot, isn't it?
0: Paul Fraser,
1: the Deep Thinker. Why did I go
0: Deep Thinker? Oh, Fraser, the TV program. Right. He was a psychiatrist, wasn't he? Yep. So I thought, well, Thinker, Deep yep. Thinker. Henrik Funch. Mm hmm. Now, Henry made me think of Henry Rollins, And Henry Rollins is this punk guy mm-hmm. who is kind of a, a social commentator. And um, so I called him the king of punk. Nice. Which I kind of thought was cool. Uh, Jeffrey uh, Jeffrey? You say that one? How would you say that? Um, uh, FIFA, FIFA FIFA. FIFA. Good. FIFA? Yeah. Jeffrey. I was almost going to call him Joffrey. Because of King, Game of Thrones Right Because King Joffrey mm-hmm. but then, oh, no. So then I went The Usual Suspect um, Colum Pollock Is Gold Rush Because he just keeps on winning Gold nice. Rush James the Wise One Botel Yes Yes Whether well, that's an obvious one uh, Crystal Okay Sun Damara
1: More Three hey, Do you reckon I got that one? I've got to scroll back up I was just looking through The rest of the little names You've done How did you say that wasn't I? That's it Oh that is a toughie Son St- St- Damara Moore. Moore Thee. Moore Thee, yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, now, I thought Crystal, I thought The Dark Crystal. Remember that, that Muppets? Remember Jim Henson did a, The Dark Crystal in the 80s? Oh, uh, yeah, vaguely, yeah. Kind of a strange film. But I thought Dark Crystal. So then I went and looked at those, and one of the characters was called The Ritual Master. Mm, so like nice. that. Um, William Mudd, Tough Mudder.
1: had the first year of Tough Mudder in New Zealand. Yeah, uh, yeah, made I did it. Before. Yeah.
0: It wasn't as hard as he thought it was going to be. Right. Was did of they fun. get
1: electrocuted or not? Uh, I think
0: no one really gets electrocuted, if you know right. what I mean. Like yeah. it is, but you don't. Yeah, you know,
1: <laughs> except for that
0: one we did see. Yeah. Uh, and William bought three copies. So William, you rock. Um, Simon Winbinger, uh, the Sixth Sense. He yes. just is on the bike. He's he going another level. Cool. Uh, Colin Anderson, Tour de Force. Uh, James Whittaker, Tasty Treat, because Whittaker's chocolate. Nice. It's a New Zealand thing. Yeah. Uh, Robert Evans, Darko. Robert Darko Evans Mm -hmm. It's kind of I thought Donnie Darko And I thought just Darko Mm -hmm. Phil Patterson The Philinator Oh come on That's his nickname Yeah Okay Well what would you add to it You're you're the one who knows him better than I do
1: Um Remember we had the jersey modifier? Yeah, 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 um, Glenn. Glenn, who put a pocket on, he had an I Am Talk jersey. Yeah, and he, and he
0: was pretty clever, but he didn't like his nickname.
1: No, the jersey modifier. Yeah, that was not a good nickname. He modified uh, his, his jersey. His <laughs> he was quite proud of, of himself too, wasn't he? He, yeah. put a, he put a front pocket
0: in, didn't he? He did.
1: Yeah. And Phil's just modified the I Am Talk tri-suit. How did he modify the tri-suit? <laughs> he wanted some longer leg bits on it. And so he added to it. Didn't so you? he he took a pair of um. Wait bike- a second,
0: So to this point, it's a, it's below
1: above knee. The yeah, cut? it's just a regular regular cut. Yeah, so it cuts above knee. And but he wanted a slightly longer one, and so he took a pair of bike shorts into. Um, a, a tailor, not a tailor But a, a person who does. She He's actually, got way too much time he, he, makes, um, he actually makes our kids, A lot of our kids clothes And he took in a pair Of bike shorts And said I want them A bit longer So she cut the legs Off the bike shorts And then sewed them Into the seam at the, So the, now it uh, goes Below the, the knee does it Yeah so he could be The, um, the suit modifier <laughs> It's a great nickname <laughs> Me- Meddling Phil Patterson <laughs> Meddling he, he does meddle a lot With bikes and stuff the, Okay, the, Meddling okay. Meddler
0: or the meddler Meddler the meddler. Okay, wait a second.
1: Does it look weird? I haven't seen it on yet. He did shout to me at the pool this morning. But did he get the colours right? It's black. You can't go too far wrong with black. Mm, okay.
0: okay, so uh, we've still got. Now, what's going to happen if, if you haven't heard your nickname yet, because we've still got about basically about another 130 to go. We probably will get your nickname done before we do the draw. Some of them will because we'll keep going as the week's progress. But, again, next week, once it cuts off, before I do the show notes, I'm going to download all the people who have bought it. I'll put a link on our website so you can download the file so you can see what your number is. And then if you've got any problems, um, although you shouldn't be because we've just copied it off the PayPal file we've used, but if you have any problems, then you'll just flick us an email and let us know you've got any problems. But for now, that's all we need to know. Nice. Come on, last week, team. Two yes. weeks from now, you could be knowing if you're going to Kona. It's pretty exciting. Oh,
1: yeah. Imagine if you won. I hope I won. Yeah.
0: Didn't I do an entry when. Um... You did. I took you off the list. Yeah. Didn't <laughs> yeah. You? Imagine if you did. And, it's not right. And we, yeah. Okay, John, what's your goss? Oh, sponsors. Coffees of uh, Product 134. No DKF. TrainerRoad. Trainer Road. Uh, just do it. Get in a team. Athlinks.com. So get your team involved. And Extreme Endurance. We could have an Athlinks race with Trainer Road. Put our results on athletics
1: All oh, right.
0: Yeah Have a, an IM Talk race And then put the results on athletics Try to figure that out And have an annual event There we go That's how we do it
1: Have the IM Talk annual event Well we can have the <coughs> Wetsuit Aquathon Challenge In Cone I'll be the timekeeper this year for that And maybe make it a little bit more The legit. handicap
0: Dave Fisher won But you got a pretty good handicap <laughs> Last he year did. So Dave Fisher You're not getting that kind of handicap If you're coming along this year
1: or we could do it as what might be better this year is if we do it as a straight race, so everybody starts together. Yep. But we have a handicap race within that, so you can have your first across the line winner. Yep. And then you have your handicap winner as well. But how will you do that? Well, we'll do it a similar way before. More. I like the straight race idea. Yeah and then uh, and then so first cross line yep you're the you're the fastest person but then we'll say right everybody behind you there's your Ironman times so I'll work out my handicaps like last time and people like Dave Fish will get penalised for, for, for putting in false information that's too, right uh, he's a champion line. but
0: Dave Fish you had, you had and minutes. so we'll have
1: a, an overall winner and we'll have a handicap winner as well
0: okay and I'll bring the trophy
1: this year yep and yep. I'll be stopwatch timer
0: okay and uh, so it's the Coffees of Hawaii yep and
1: uh, next one uh, did I say Extreme Endurance hydraulics? Hydraulics. Hydro X okay
0: Jumbo what's your goss
1: Goss is, had a week, a uh, nearly a week holiday in Kiteri, so that was pretty awesome. I thought you sure tr-
0: showing off photos at the beach.
1: Yeah, it was at the beach. I had an open water swim on in the end of April in New Zealand, which is unheard of for me. The water was a bit cold. You
0: had your wetsuit on.
1: But I had my wetsuit on. I was gutted. I got up there, so I had all my Blue 70 kit, had the Helix on, I had my Blue 70. If you ever go, want to go swimming in the cold water... Got to get the helmet thing that just keeps oh, your head yeah. so much warmer. And then um, I'm packing my stuff and, yeah, I'm going to have my blue seventy socks on. I was contemplating doing the gloves as well. Pulled out the socks. Got one sock. Oh, you forgot the end, other sock. Ended up having three gloves and one sock. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, come on. I don't actually really want to wear the gloves, but I really want to wear the socks. Is that funny with the gloves? I don't really do them. Yeah, I don't really but have, do them. You, do you must have tried. Yeah, it's um, it, it's – it's more like a drill exercise Because of the webs mm-hmm. So it's so, too much of a pull Yeah so I don't Don't particularly You wouldn't use Do they
0: have gloves any... Without the webs uh, the I don't
1: know Don't know Just back in my hands I don't one? think so Yeah Anyway I forgot my socks So got cold feet But yeah It's cool to be swimming Good to be swimming There's something back in Cold water isn't there mm. Any other You back um, Yep Back into it Took Thomas for a few bike rides in the mountain bike tracks Had a massive slam Should have stuck to the green roots <laughs> Decided well, let's try a blue one Boom <laughs> Head you? over heels on the mountain bike tracks. Is it the one that's out the track? back? They've got yeah. like that cool one. Oh, there's heaps up there now. Yeah. Everywhere, so it's fantastic. How about, how about you, Bevan? What's going on?
0: Job, I went to Auckland, did, yep. my,
1: did my video. Yeah. Pretty happy my
0: work, which is pretty cool. Actually, I've been – I've, I've to see my YouTube clip, playing the piano. No, no, Oh, I can't believe you don't, don't follow my. I don't, my, follow, I don't you, follow you, sorry. I can't believe you don't follow me on Facebook all the time. No. Um, but anyway, so I got filming and, and – <laughs> When it comes to image I'm not someone Who really cares a lot mm-hmm. There's a bit of Pretty boy in me I can't deny it But mm-hmm. I'm not someone Who spends hours Looking after how I look Like I'm a bit of a scuffy guy And I don't really care You do use facial products Come on Let's I honest. do use moisturiser that's, yeah. that's as far as it goes But hey I look yeah. so youthful Yeah you do yeah, Someone yeah. said to me You look like you're 25 Yeah It's that moisturiser So But they wanted to do They want to use me For something I don't know So we do these filmings And they wanted to use me For some promotional stuff And so they said to me Can you get a spray tan All oh, right. So I'm like Have you got a spray tan No No And so I said like, Okay I'll get a spray tan So 45 bucks first of all Goodness 45 me. bucks lasts about three days Yeah Yeah it's like a Waste of money So I go into this booth In my undies on <laughs> Yeah Yeah This lady comes in She's got like a It's like doing a car panel bedding You know She's got the Yeah, uh, yeah. Got the compressor in there And the, and the spray thing and she's right there She's right in front of my wowser Was, that, was it hot
1: And was she attractive?
0: Uh, she was a bit of an old old school bit right. A bit okay. older Not really Okay I wasn't excited If you know what I mean yep.
1: Yep. There's no 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 reason for concern
0: if you Yeah know. Good <laughs> Have you ever a message And got a little bit excited? No I did once It was mm. a bit embarrassing Anyway um <laughs> So so anyway, so get get, get you know she, she's spraying. She's like right in front of you and yeah. in between your legs. I had yeah. my undies on, but yeah. it was getting close, phew, getting pretty close. And uh, so you get in and all the rest of it. So it, it does work. You look pretty brown. Yeah, of course. The problem is, she goes to me. We're all closed. It doesn't ruin your clothes, but you know it's going to get over your clothes. So mm. all some more clothes. She said your sheets are probably going to look pretty bad in the morning. Mm. It looked like I'd shat the bed John Yeah. it looked like I'd crap the bed. And it looked like I'd crap the bed and then decided I was gonna rub my body in it for oh, the right, rest yeah. of the night. It oh, was nice. it was disgusting. And the problem was I was staying in a hotel. Oh no. And, and so you got people coming to clean your room every day. Oh. And I thought, how am I gonna go with this? So I wrote a note saying, look, I I wrote them a note apologizing about yeah. the the mess. Yeah. But,
1: but not, <laughs> not cracks. <laughs> Smell not.
0: it. <laughs> And creep myself Basically was Smell it <laughs> Was my argument yeah. The interesting thing was you, you saw your body pattern From how you slept
2: Oh Yeah
0: Nice There was one bit With a lot of brown stuff I'm not quite sure what Yeah <laughs> Maybe you did Crank yourself <laughs> Maybe I did So I did that So that was, that was a life experience I'll never forget Um, And then Did my spouting On the weekend
1: Oh nice Yeah Yeah bit yeah. Of, yeah. yeah
0: Bit of osh concern there Yeah I'm That roof's pretty it. steep yeah. yeah So it was kind of pretty good Pretty high up and then uh, Anything else? Going to bagos tonight Cool Carbohydrate pizza Yeah Do you yeah. like a pizza? I do love a pizza Do you love a pizza? Do you, oh, know cool. where I love your, but you know what?
1: I do think New Zealand has the best pizza uh, It's different it, Italian pizzas are They're thin Yeah they're different They're pretty tasty But they're different They're thin <laughs> with not much mm. Mm. Whereas kiwis We're like <laughs> let's just get more on there More carbs <laughs> More
0: carbs Big thick so that's all good Yes And uh, anything else? No Band's come along well Yeah
1: We had a band meeting John Oh I know you've You talked about your band meeting well, We had the band
0: meeting Okay We talk, We took. took. I took the notes I was the scribe Yeah Yeah. And AGM It was very official Good You think Flight of the Conchords? Yeah You think Flight of the Conchords? Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 it was yeah. a bit like that really And uh, so yep, yeah, We've got five songs We're working on at the moment Nice And last night at band practice Actually John I'm going to play you my song Here we go Listen to this Here we go So this is me um, I'm sure, John's gonna love
2: this. Yeah, I'm, I'm really. This is this is me. I've just
1: got a few emails. <laughs> a few emails here. To come on, do. Facebook! You're killing me here. I'm trying to show my. Something about my 70.3 race here. What's this? I don't know. Just going through my emails. Oh,
0: so so one of the songs
1: I loved. Who's that? Emma Moffat on the cover of the Triathlon. Maybe. Who's in Australia? Who's Emma Moffat? Oh, come on, Kevin <laughs>
0: <laughs> When I was a teenager, what was one of your favorite albums? When you were a teenager, um... mid mid teens, you know, like teenage angst. Uh, Def Leppard. <laughs> <Def Lippard>. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not
1: teenagers. That's eighties. Teenagers like Nirvana. Did you like smashing oh, pumpkins? Yeah, a bit of Smashy Pumpkins? Pumpkins. Did you, you have Malignantly and Sadness? Ra- rage Against the Machine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Def
1: Leppard. Pour Lippard. some sugar on me. Pour some sugar on me, baby.
0: In <laughs> the name of love. <laughs> okay. So, do, do you know the song, John? Here we go. Here we go. here's, here's me playing the piano. Wait a second. You know the song. Yeah, wait, it's coming. Yeah, it's... so do you into Smashing Pumpkins?
1: Sabar is title sponsor of. Look, uh, look, yeah. Listen, Listen, wait. I need something a bit more upbeat.
0: But, but do you know the song? Yeah, I think I do. That's that's me. Play play melancholy and infinite sadness. I'll just keep it on the background.
1: Yeah. Sparrow Canada, apparently title sponsors of the 2014 70.3 World Triathlon Championships. Just got that email through. Yep, anything else? Maybe we could do this each week in the news. 50% off gardening products with uh, Treat Me this week. Do you do Treat Me? Do you do all those websites? No, I don't. They're apart, aren't they? Come on, let's wrap it up. This is boring. Oh, people are loving my plan. People
0: are going, oh, this is the best ride I've had in my life.
1: Endurance... Endurance sport travel If you want to go to Ironman Maryland Join them It's not Marylanders And we said that last time People were oh, angry with someone us Someone
0: mad at us Maryland If you spell it Maryland It's Maryland Yeah Like we know we're Crapped
1: breeders But hey Maryland Righty ho Iron rusts Ironman don't Train hard Train smart Kia
0: kaha Kia kaha
1: I'll try to pick up I can just leave them
0: out We've only got a minute and a half to go Alright like, I'll just let them out. I'll let you out, guys, with this, and then I'll put our music on. Okay. So it's a minute, minute 40.
1: I'll do some emails. Okay,
0: you do some emails. Here we go.
1: Hanson's Merit Way, the hey, half, hey, half hey, marathon. Hey, hey listen to my playing. Go Daddy, I've got to renew my things with Go Daddy. That costs a lot, eh? How many have you got? it's our Legends of Triathlon, I've got to renew that. Got a minute. Christchurch Airport Marathon's coming up on... Uh, Are you doing that? Eight and a half? No, no. We're out of town. Someone else is following me on Strava. How many
0: have you got following
1: you? Don't know. One of my athletes got a new a new threshold power value of 1,194 watts. Wow. That's pretty impressive, Laurie. Nice work. 1,100 watts. you That's Prev- threshold. Previous value was 200. Wow.
0: He stepped it up. I think he's on the roids. Yeah. 45 seconds They're loving it John. Yeah, they're loving it Just about there Oh, just a little bit of the outro is coming now actually I reckon most of our audience will know that song because okay. a lot of our audience will be our age, and that was the definitive album of our time. It's
1: good. I most of my emails. Eh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, <laughs> guys. We'll see you guys next week. Oh, Lothar Leader.
1: Lothar Leader on our Legends of Triathlon podcast is out now, and there's also a Blue 70 tri suit uh, up there for auction. So listen to Lothar Leader. I just did it myself last week. The guy was a, is a legend, man. A sub eight hour First man to go sub eight hours. So have a good listen.
0: Okay, check it out. Here we go. Here's the music. Christian is Jumbo, did you talk? Tw-